The intensity meter at Talladega is pegged. The Motor Racing Network presents Jeff Gordon dives to the inside. He's got Mark Martin. Classic NASCAR racing. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jimmy Johnson. Four NASCAR legends battle in the final lap. Side by side for the lead and the win at Talladega. And thrill with a Talladega photo finish. Into the triumphal they come. Get your NASCAR fix. Sunday at 1 on the Motor Racing Network. On Carolina Country WCSL 92.3 FM, 1590 AM and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. Isolated and alone? That's how millions of Americans feel while experiencing a mental health crisis. Need to talk? Our providers love to listen. Call us now at 1-888-235-HOPE. That's 1-888-235-4673. Partners, improving lives and strengthening communities in North Carolina. 1-888-235-HOPE. 235 4673. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. for our Sunday morning worship services on WCSL 1590 a.m. and 92.3 FM. It's the Sunday morning service of First Baptist Church in Cherryville. On WLON 1050 a.m. and 107.5 FM, it's the Sunday service of the Covenant Bible Church in Lincolnton. And on WOHS 1390 AM and 101.5 FM, it's the Sunday service of the Calvary Baptist Church of Shelby. Join us each and every Sunday morning for our Sunday morning worship services on The Boss and Carolina Country. There she is. Cody? So you didn't get what I told you to. Dad, I did my research. Let's see what he can do. Coyote Dealers, West End Sales, Highway 18 North, Highway 27 West Intersection in Vail. Oh, I can, well, hear, I, got I, can, I can hear Hunter and I at the same time. Yeah, I got you, JT. Don't I can, hear, I can hear JT. I have JT. Mine, I have to turn it all the way live, and then Hunter's blasting me. Yeah. Mm. I, <laughs> I, I can hear it. We got it. JT. All right. We got him. He just. The question is. Of bringing us in. JT, do you have us? Yeah, I got y'all. Yeah. Yeah. JP, you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you hear me, JP? Yeah. Okay, I can't really hear you. We need to hear you, JP. No, y'all don't need y'all get on, JP. Uh, we got a little, we got a little. Tom, uh, yeah, uh, if you want to show that to the camera there, folks, uh, uh, Andre left this for our, uh, for everybody awesome. that's Saturday morning. So he wanted to make sure that Andre. Terry, Terry got it the other night. There you go. I'm Terry, sure Terry didn't show up with uh, 
Thursday night, so uh, Terry yeah. got that this morning. Yeah. Uh, he, we have yeah, copies. Like we have copy machines, oh. Terry. Um, well, I mean, they have won a Super Bowl this millennium. How many have they won total? But they've won one this millennium. Andre, have you won any? How many total? Since the Mayan calendar turned, Terry, they have won a Super Bowl. Uh, how many have they won total? No, that was 2012. How many times have you been there? <laughs> I was thinking 2020. Okay. Uh, Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Not even on the same well, Andre, Andre left for the folks who want to stop by and, and come by the, the station or, or in the office at any time during the week. Uh, we have a Tampa Bay, I mean, I, I, I said that wrong, Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, bandwagon fan sign-up sheet. And uh, if... Uh, if you're only going to be there for, for one year, uh, it's $100. If uh, you're going to be want to be a lifetime fan, it's a $20 fee. And uh, you got to sign up for lifetime. <laughs> you know, buy stuff without Tom Brady gear, just regular Tampa wear. But you get there. If you want to be a Tampa Bay fan for a year, uh, we've got a sheet for you. For Andre said, any of you guys can join and make a donation to his. Terry, all donations go towards his Super Bowl trip. So I just want to make that clear that all donations to join in the, ta the Tampa Bay Fan Club with Andre Bush goes towards his trip to the Super Bowl this year to see the Buccaneers versus the Browns. That that thing reminds me of the other bet that me and uh, Andre have that he loses every year. What's that? Well, just another bet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You can't say that one on there. No. Huh. <laughs> I think I might know what that one is. <clears throat> That he loses every year. Every year. Why don't y'all try a different sport? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we, we try not to say, I like it. I like Andre because, you know, he, he's had that up. He is a Tampa Bay fan. I give him yeah. a lot of credit. He's always been. But, you well, know, just on the county. Okay, was he one of them switchers, too? How many switchers we got in the world? I don't know if he was a – I know he was a Tampa Bay fan before they won it. I just don't know how mm. long. Until we, like, like in the, we, I really don't know how long. Uh, maybe I might have been when they drafted, sh uh, um, shark, 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 Warren Sapp, Warren Sapp. Yeah, Sapp. Jeez, Sapp. Sapp. Warren Sapp. You sound like me over there, Terry. I know. That's I went, usually I went, me I screwing up the names. Yeah. I was just looking at his big face and just C ninety nine, but I couldn't put. Was Warren there Sapp. A R in there? No. Warren Sapp. Sapp. Uh, that was his man back in the day. I, I know for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as I know, but I couldn't remember another team is what, it, it, is what I'm saying. I don't know if he had a favorite before then or, or what. I, I have no idea, but most people I do know that uh, did switch over to uh, from to the Panthers or another team in the area for, uh, from that used to be a lot of Redskins fans, some 49ers fans. You know, there was a lot of them back in the day when they won the championship, too, and some Steelers fans as well. But, but switching, how I can you become a fan when you switch? I just mm -hmm. think it's phenomenal the way we have so many people from the, the – we, we are in the greater Charlotte region who are not Panthers fans. Terry, Hunter, uh, Kevin, all of y'all are the Panthers fans. All of them. We all grew up here. Here's Why? my deal. Why? How old are you? I am 40 – I'll be 46 years old next year. Okay, so you've never been a Panthers fan. No, but I grew up a Browns. That's why I'm from. That's what I'm saying, and I understand that. That's yeah. how you should yeah. be. Anybody – who says that I am a Panthers fan, and I'm going to go all the way back to when they were probably first introduced, like 92, yeah, that, 91, yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. When they, they, they lit, when they lit up the building. One. Remember when they lit up the building yeah. in the NFL? Yeah, yeah. we're going to yeah. have something coming. It, you know, I, if you were born then and on, you're a Panthers fan. 
If or you, you was not and you switched, you're not a true fan. Because somewhere before that, you pulled for somebody else. Well, I, why, Terry? You are not a true fan. Terry, so why are you not a UNC Charlotte fan instead of NC State? Do what? But that's a but, but no, whoa, no, uh, no, 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 that has nothing to do that's with different. that. Why? That's different because I've pulled for the same team ever since I've been oh, little. Back in the, no. back in the, back. You're not close. Did you see Charlotte made a no, Final Four? That, that's not how that 70. works. Yeah, if you one. pick a team. So it don't work in college, but it does it. in the pros. I just want to make sure. I, I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm that's a what Kansas, we're doing. No, no, no. I'm a Kansas City man, and I've seen 100 lost seasons tons. So I know all about every bit of that. I'm one of those folks that I I don't – we have – this country has so many different people in different places that um, geographically to, to, challenged to like a team because of where your where your lo- your zip code is is just insane. Me so like if I leave and go to another one city, if I move to Atlanta, do I now have to be a, a Falcons fan? No. Is that how that works? No. Well, my do my kids do though? They have to if be Falcons. I moved well, to are my kids Falcons fans? They, they're more likely. No, they I, just, could I want be. the rules here. That's what I'm saying. No, you grow up with If I move to Philadelphia, I'm not going to become a Philadelphia Eagle fan. Could you see Terry in Philadelphia? <laughs> I would love to see Ooh. Terry living in Philadelphia. It's hard for me to go I to Carolina. You miss Robin when Dallas is down. There. Rob's having the best time of his life right now. They're champions. Yeah, they're the last NFC East champions. I had no idea he was leaving. Did you? Yeah. 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 No idea. Fly, fly. There are a lot of Eagles fans. They are more more than Steve Searcy, our vice principal over at the West Lincoln, he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. But it's just, I I, I just like feel sorry for the Panthers because so many of you local guys here just don't pull for the Panthers. I mean, I even because. Well, Tom, I invited four of them on Thursday night and none of them showed up. Okay, that is true. So I can't. That I mean, all, all I, that's all I can do is invite the Panther fans in here. If they Tom. don't want to show up and, and, and enjoy their picks or say something. To I'm going to put this show. as easy oh as God. I can do. Hold on, before you make that camera. point, before you make that no, point, okay. Terry, let me make this point, is that with me working with the station, I sort of kind of like pull for the Panthers a little bit. We're an affiliate. We're in the area. There's a lot of Panthers fans here. I don't want to see them poorly. You guys kick them around like they're dogs, Terry. I don't they kick are. them they're around good. like they're dogs. <laughs> oh, my they're kittens. <laughs> Ahead, I mean, I, I would never kick them around like a dog. Yeah, when they would. first yeah, come out, <laughs> and we had to go to Clemson to hope watch they them. they do well, and I just hope they don't do as well as the team after. Is yeah. that the way you feel, Terry? No, I went to Clemson, and the it was a hurricane it's, coming it's, in, and it was halftime, and it started pouring rain, and me and my wife and everybody else got up, and we left the game. <laughs> That's when they was playing the Giants. So we left, and it's you know, that preseason stuff, exhibition form. But after we did that, and I said, well, you know what? First time Dallas come down there, I said, somebody come up, and they said, here's some tickets. Do you want to go? I said, I would love to go. When I entered that place, and the time before I ever sat down, and I'm there an hour and a half before game time, and we tailgate in the in the outside. <laughs> then we go in. Hour and a half before the time I go in, and I saw so much hatred to Dallas that I knew right then that me and them folks were never going to get along. <laughs> and that stayed <laughs> with you, didn't it, Terry? Every time I've been you. there, they hate Dallas. Everybody hates Dallas. It I makes more sense. I, I understand. It makes more sense. I will say this as someone who would love to go to uh, other uh, stadiums with, with the other team jersey and troll, I, uh, I would say that as a – You're well-suited to that. 
I've been I've been to the Falcons, the Rams. I've been to the Falcons. I've been to the Panthers, and the Panthers are the rowdiest fans, I would say, as far as any of those. Philly, uh, Philly too. I haven't been to them. I'm talking yeah. about the ones I've been okay. to. Okay. Uh, th- those three that I've been to, but but yeah. Um, Unfriendly to the other teams, but the same. Right. Um, I, I I don't know if I remember any unfriendliness in St. Louis or Atlanta, to be to be honest with you. Uh, in Fulton County and the Georgia Dome. I haven't been to the new one. I never have. Yeah, uh, that's really nice. W- what game did you go to? I went to the Panthers-Falcons game. How were the Falcons fans towards Panthers fans in, in the Dome? Is there anything that, I mean, that, I, anything I, that you I notice or regular banter? I think it was just regular banter, mostly because the area we were sitting in, there weren't as many Panthers fans. Uh, I didn't even have a Panthers jersey on because obviously I'm not a Panthers fan. I had my Georgia shirt on, so I kind of fit in with the crowd. I was like, yeah. Go dogs. Yeah, go, go dogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not playing right now, but go dogs. I'm not rooting for the Falcons. But I literally sat there and was like, I'm not rooting for the Panthers or the Falcons. I'm watching fantasy. So, because I think I had I think I had Julio. So, that there was the only person I was caring There for. are a lot of fans like that these days. Well, that's how it has really become. Lot, there yeah. are more kids my age that root for players, players than, teams. than teams. And, I mean, right. that's fine. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot because of fantasy. And you, know, you could like like you could bet on an individual player whether he gets a hundred yards or not. It's crazy. You know, who, you know, you know whose fault that is, don't you? It's LeBron's <coughs> fault, probably. One hundred percent. I was gonna say it was LeBron. <laughs> it's LeBron's fault. How's that? Because there are people that no stopped loyalty? being Cleveland fans and became Miami fans just because it's where LeBron. Not me. No, no loyalty. No, I'm no not loyalty. saying you. Me. I just know a lot of kids my age. Wherever LeBron goes, that's the team right. they root for because right. it's LeBron and they want to see him do great. I mean, yeah. and, and and that's. <laughs> That's basically because there's more player movement in yeah. the NBA than in the NFL. Very rarely does this the marquee player but he's like Tom Brady do. Where he's going too, as opposed to just being moved. Or oh yeah, you know, no. your favorite. You know what he's he's such a marquee player that when he's not Emmett, one of the guys that just gets traded. When Emmett went to Arizona, I did not become a Cardinal fan. Yeah, I, I was not pulling for no Cardinals. I just yeah. hated. I just hated the way the way he did it. The way he he made it all about oh, the chosen the one. Or, oh yeah, the the choice. That, that was like I'm, I'm done. Let's not even. He came back and won us a championship. We had two championships, but I, I don't know. I, I'm not into theatrics of all that stuff. But I but didn't. you're all right. People do have the cult of the player. They'll fall. My mom, when the Browns left, became a Brett Favre fan. So she had all this Green Bay crap when mm. when, Brett, when the Browns weren't there. And then he went to Minnesota. So then of course she sort of pulled for Minnesota a little bit. She was a Brett Favre fan when he was playing. My so mom yeah. did that uh, when Peyton left Indianapolis and went to the Broncos. She was not, like, she would just pull for the Panthers just because they were the local team. She was more of a college fan. She went to NC right. State. Sarah, you'd love that. She's a big NC State fan. She's a good person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's a wonderful person. Um, but that's what she did. She uh, Her favorite player in the league was Peyton Manning. She that loved Peyton Manning. You a good so person. When he left Indianapolis, she rooted for <laughs> his success when he was in Denver and was, you know, got to watch him win a Super Bowl while he was in Denver. So, so yeah, th- I think that's something that's becoming more prevalent is people – or fans are more fanatical about players than just necessarily teams. But you still have the crazy team fans out there. I mean, and I know what you were saying, Terry. If you were born within the years that the Panthers were first established, you should be a Panthers fan. Well, I mean, I was born in 96, and I'm the only time I would pull for the Panthers is if I was at my grandma's house. Other than that, my dad grew up a Redskins fan, so yeah. I was in the house. I was, yeah. I was a Redskins fan. When, when, I, when yeah. I was a kid, Redskins, mm-hmm. Dallas, right. 49ers, <coughs> And then whoever was good. 
Because you know I'll say, I mean, that's kind of I mean, I had, I, I'll admit, I had a Panthers jersey growing up. I had a little Julius Peppers jersey that w- when they went to the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. But it got to the point where it's like, I would, I never had an emotional connection with the Panthers. I can never sit there and tell you that my favorite players were Panther players. I loved Santana Moss when he was with the Redskins. That was one of my favorite wide receivers of all time, watching Santana Moss. And Clinton Portis, oh, I loved watching Clinton Portis run. So I, I had more emotional connections with Redskins players than I did Panthers players. Uh, I loved watching London Fletcher play at the linebacker position. So I, I ju- that was just a more of an mo- emotional connection to me. And, it, and I think that happens to a lot of kids where if it's – or at least young got boys, they're like, oh, that's what my dad pulls for. You know, I'm going to do what my dad does. Uh, if yeah, you get older, some, yeah, yeah, a lot of them. But some of them wanted <laughs> to, you know, go a different route. I, I know a guy, and he was my fifth-grade teacher. I'm still good friends with him. He's a Washington Redskins fan. His son turned out to be a Dallas Cowboys fan. He doesn't know how that happened. That's what happened with my 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 best buddy's dad was a was a Redskins fan, mm-hmm. and he was a Cowboys fan. Like, what? how does that happen? What's wrong? I don't know. That's What's wrong with that? Well, I, I mean, it's just not. Well, natural. it was crazy because it's funny that my it happens mom. that way too. Because my baby cousins, their dad is a diehard Panthers fan. He loves the Panthers, but one of them asked for Dak Prescott jersey. <laughs> Just I never did understand my family. My mom did not care. Mm-hmm. She absolutely would pull for whoever you were pulling for, and that could change every week depending on who was in the living room watching. Right. My dad, he was two people. He was a Pittsburgh and Miami <laughs> fan. And I never did understand none of that. So, I mean, you know, and dad never changed. That's He pulled for both of them, had both their little helmets. Marino is from stuff. Pittsburgh. Well, you know, I mean, there he did. Go. He pulled for both of them. I was a Dallas fan. My mom was a Redskins fan mm-hmm. because I pretty much think, you know, heck, they're on television. That's who mom pulls for. That's why I always told her. But, right. you know, she really never pulled for anybody. If I was in there and Dallas was playing, she'd be pulling for Dallas. And, you know, and Redskins fans don't pull for Dallas. No. So I knew, yeah. mom, you're just making me happy. That's I mean, why we are talking about this. But also, my mother, who's a huge football fan, my dad, not really. My dad rather work in a yard. But my mom, not only does she have, like, players, Favre, the Browns mm-hmm. when they came back. She also has teams she pulls against. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I mean, well, naturally, Steelers. You pull against the Steelers. Like, I'm a fan of Cleveland, whoever's playing the Steelers. My mother also hated the Dolphins mm-hmm. and hated Dan Marino. I don't, I don't really know <laughs> why. She hated and she hated Dallas. Yeah. And she'll, like, pull against and really get upset. And my buddy down the street was was a Dallas fan, mm-hmm. so of course, like if Dallas played Cleveland and beat him, of course, you know you get there. And my mother would just go insane. And it's rare nuts. that you it's but, rare that you see yeah. like pure dislike for a team, unless it's that pure rivalry like Washington yeah. and Dallas yeah. or Philadelphia and Wash. Anybody that's in the NFC East, nobody really likes each other. That's one of the few divisions that still has true rivalries. The Saints and Panthers or the Saints and Falcons, that they kind of just don't get along, but it's yeah. not its not yeah. like that. But there are only two fan bases that truly have, like, you it's a love-hate relationship, and it's Dallas, and now it's New England. It's yeah. either you love them or you hate yeah. them. There is no in-between. Yeah. I kind of thought it was in be- – I kind of thought I was in-between, but it was mostly because, like, I, I'm not a New England fan, but I just respected the hell out of Tom Brady. Well, I, mean, I was like, yeah. good Lord. You have, you, to, you have to. But I always pulled against him. I oh, mean, absolutely. I just, I just, I just don't like the, you know. I re- when I was down there for Super Bowl, I was like, I want to see the Rams win. I want to see them beat yeah. Tom Brady you're, and the Patriots. You're that good. You're that good, but you're always cheating. That that's ki- that's kind of what like okay, you got caught twice. Deflate right. Gate, Spy Gate. What else were you doing? I mean, that, that that's kind of. Well, there was two Spy Gates. 
and a decision. It, yeah. It was more my deal one. is Two for spot. how many Kevin. times did you do it and get away with it? Right. That's what oh, I'm saying. My yeah. deal is for Kevin. Oh, good. He don't like Jerry Jones. If Jerry Jones would leave and somebody else takes over, would you go back to Dallas? I said when Jerry Jones is dead and gone, there's an opportunity. It depends how I feel at that point. I mean, if y'all y'all just keep losing that like you do every year for no reason, the point is. Wait, is whoa, that, wait a minute. You're, who have you? What jersey do you have on? Go Browns. Okay, but they don't mind. tell me they're going to the Super Bowl every damn year on ESPN <laughs> for twelve months, Terry. And then they keep losing. And then we've keep, been there eight. You've times. been throwing out crappy defenses after crappy defenses for twenty years. I'm not going to give my woman analogy again because that might be against FCC regulations. <laughs> but you haven't been there since the mid '90s, Terry. <laughs> Tom, y'all never seen it. Y'all never even put your foot on the t- ground to go into the place. <laughs> if you remember the earlier you analogy, even met the if you remember Hunter, the early analogy, Hunter, if, it's been, if it's been that 96. long, Terry, it's like you've never been there. You've never Terry, met the Tom, parking lot, Tom. In 1996 was the Panthers' first year. Hunter, when were you born? I was born in 96. Terry, what Please. year was the last year the Cowboys made the Super Bowl? What does all that got to do with anything? Did we so win? So the Panthers or Hunter Did we win has never seen the Cowboys make <laughs> or be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I never see it again, but that's just me. And yeah, you're I'm not, and, you. and you're not going to see Dallas get to the Super Bowl until Jones is gone because it's just like that pick. Right. He is such into stars what? and selling jerseys and making money. Your defense He's a great garbage. No, no, no. You just picked a, Jerry, a wide receiver. <laughs> Jerry, we needed that. Jerry Jones is y'all a great no, here. You can't he, sit here and tell me he, y'all no. put that down. He's a businessman. Oh, I put he the knows pick how to make There's money. There's no way. He I put know, the pick down. He knows how to make money. He he yeah. knows how to get attention. Right. He's good at that. Jerry right. Jones is yeah, a business. We need it. Terry, would you have not won a championship in almost over 25 years. Now I know why I didn't come. Because that pick was one great pick. And everybody says back and says, no, it's not. Oh, we God. just lost Randall Cobb. You and still that's had Michael slot. Gallup and no, overpaid him no, 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 Cooper. No. Yeah. no. And then all of a sudden we go get Lamb to replace what we just lost, Randall Cobb. And Randall Cobb even said, I really thought about staying in Dallas, but I ended up taking a little bit more money because that's what I got. That's the only reason he left. And you lost, oh, three, def- he you lost three defensive starters and you didn't replace any. We got Diggs. Well, you did just replace Diggs. We got Diggs. Diggs. I thought Diggs could have been a first-round Cowboys yep. okay, cornerback. Right, right. And I he got slid all the way down to us, and guess right. what? Okay, we took I stand him. corrected on that one. But it's, it's, it seemed like you should have went defense with your first two picks. I thought so. No, we got defense on the next two. Well. Defensive tackle, Gallimore from Oklahoma is yep. now filling that spot. So we up front. No, you got a Matador up, defensive no, no, player. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, ain't no, de- ain't no defense played in the Big 12. No, <laughs> no, nobody will run against us. That that will be the problem. They'll have to beat us. Nobody. Deep. I just thought there, was good, there was good defensive talent in that first round, and I, I think our that, linebackers that, that, are the best in the NFL. I guess what I guess what Hunter and I would say was you, you could have gone maybe a little bit less with a wide receiver, in like a second or third, and went ahead and got a stud. Who there would were, we have got? There were still good wide receivers available in the second round. Yeah, that's our what I'm good saying. corners. Yeah. Were, the good corners were gone. C.J. Henderson uh, was the only cornerback right. gone at the that's time. That's right. I mean that's the best cornerback, baby. But you could have gotten other cornerbacks. I thought the guy from o- Ohio State. Oh, oh uh, Kuda was yeah, gone. yeah, he was gone. Arnett, 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 yeah, a couple Ar- Arnett, and Arnett kind of slid slid in there in the late first. I thought he was a second round pick, but people like what they saw. I thought you guys would go safety I got, yeah. with Dallas to put you guys put you somebody next to Heath. 
Yeah, Why? There was somebody else. Wait a minute. I, I wait a minute. I got to cheat here. I got to. We got. Wait a minute. Right now, you don't have a Dixon. quarterback on your team. So why didn't you? Um, we draft can Jordan Love. We can win with anybody. Why didn't you right draft now? Jordan Love? The they so the much Packers talent there that you can throw anybody in there. Packers and win. took him like so. five or six spots right after you guys. I mean, you could have picked a quarterback. We don't need a quarterback. You're going to pay one forty million when you could have just drafted one and paid him ten. He's getting thirty two million right now. For and a then you could use that twenty million to sign some defenders that you didn't draft. Let him hold out. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to throw passes in training camp, Terry. I mean, you know, until this young man becomes, and his, well, his agent, because he's the one leading the show, mm-hmm. until his agent becomes human and understands, because right now he's not human, and understand that, hey, he's, we're going to make some money, take it while you can get it, or else I'm going to be left out on the boat. Nobody else is going to pay Prescott $40 million. I'm going to say this. I feel real bad for Dak Prescott right now. Yes, older, I do. Older brother died at, what, 31? Yeah, sure did. And, 31, I, I, and I, I don't even know how it happened. Yeah. I hate that. And he's going through this contract situation. You know, he, want, he wants good. to be in Dallas. It has to be taxing on his mind. Uh, and I, To me, you know, I think it would light a fire under him to just go out there and finally use this as his year to prove it. I thought he was going to do it last year. Um, the record obviously did. didn't he, help. But now he come up statistically. Short. Yeah. Statistically, statistically, he did, he did great. The best. He did the best. Uh, yeah, he had his best season last year. But win losses, which is what everybody's yep. you know measured by, he just didn't get it done last year. If you would have flip flopped seasons, what were you guys twelve and four the year before, and then you went eight and eight? Yeah. If you would have flip flopped seasons, he'd have got his money. He'd have got his money. One hundred percent. Big one. Twelve and four. You, just, well, just, granted, you would have had Coach Clapp still. There right. you go. Just, just had to look it up. But there were three cornerbacks taken after you picked. Lamb. Yeah, it was Arnett. Um, was it was I never did like Arnett, so I'm glad we never got him. <laughs> it was Arnett. Terry, what do you even know about it? You've never watched a Big Ten. I mean, that's all I, I don't know. even know how to what say this kid's about? last that's name. That's all out I got to say. And then Jeff Gladney. <laughs> See, but linebacker wasn't the big need. It was it was defensive back for Dallas. Dallas, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that's just because Heath needs help in the safety position. One hundred percent. And you gone. lose. He's gone. Yeah. Well, well, then you got to fill his spot. Well, then you got to fill you that spot. Right. That, that's what I was. They kept saying Who? that Dallas needed, got, uh, Dallas needed a defensive back. And oh, yeah, Dixon too. Yeah, yeah he you, took that place. But even still, it never hurts to get another safety or another right. defensive back. This is a pass-first league. And I was just about to say that you could never have enough. I think two is defensive linemen and and defensive backs. Like you can never have enough. And that's oh, why Dallas me. up front yeah. is very strong. <laughs> Let me tell you, Washington knows a thing or two about Terry. can't have too many D linemen. That's all we got. CD Lamb, he's the what slot? Yeah, he's a slot. So, but he played outside in college. I, I you don't what, ask him to slide in. I think what no, he's people, a slot guy. He'll move in. I think what people are making the point about it is maybe is that at the seventeen spot you pick the slot guy, which means he's basically your third receiver. Mm-hmm. When you could have picked a starter on defense. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I guess that was the calculus that most people have for the Cowboys, Terry. Everybody kept looking for us to take either another safety, which we got Dixon back there. I think we're fine with Dixon and because, I mean, he's really not really matured into the guy that he was supposed to be. Uh, and, and everybody said, okay, you need a corner. We're right. okay at corner right now, even without Jones. Jones did take away a lot because you really never threw that way with him over there. We're not solid, but we're okay on the side and and people are complaining then all of a sudden we pick up digs i was happy as a lark to pick up digs because he will end up being a starter so but oh, that, I, he's a starter 100 yeah. i agree with you. That, that reminds me of the commercial 
just okay is not okay, Terry. Okay? Just okay is not okay. Just okay is not okay. Name me another team in the NFC who can match up with Dallas man to Everybody. man. Everybody. Everybody. But the Panthers. No. But the Panthers, sorry. If Prescott comes back and plays like he should, <sighs> didn't we do this Dallas last year? has the best and offense the year before, Tom. in the NFC. Terry, there's a reason. Terry. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Better than Tampa. Better than Tampa. Hell. You don't know this offensive line is going to be able to take them. He was so used to how Belichick now talks. They just drafted an offensive lineman for him. I know. That's Mm. one. Okay, you. I think you have five up there that's got to protect you. One guy's not going to stop the whole defense. Hey, Hunter, how about you? You probably. The theory is like Tom Brady is sort of like a shadow GM down there. Like he's gone down there. Oh, and basically I 110 percent yeah. believe Tom Brady has got the same pull. LeBron if draws yeah, your yeah, third string so. tight yeah. end, that's not yeah. a bad deal. That had it? to have been part of his deal to even go to <laughs> Tampa like, Bay. He's like in a shadow GM, get in their little room. What do you want, Tom? I want this, this, and this. So they go out and get it. Why not? What surprised me? He knows. He knows what the team yeah. needs. He obviously has looked down the roster before he made a decision where to sign and said, "Yeah, I have a great opportunity winning here." The only thing we might need to do is maybe bolster the offensive line, Which, maybe get on, a running back. Better. Real quick, what they did, Hunter, uh, and I'm going to go right back to you, though. I'm glad you said the offensive line before it gets out of my mind. They traded up one spot mm-hmm. using a, a pick to trade up one spot to get the lineman that Brady wanted. That was strange. Did you not think that that's was strange? It, it was, but that's exactly what they did. Is that they wanted? Well, uh, what they it, just flip flopped Bra- with the 49ers. So you tell me the Brady 49ers wanted, were going to pick that guy? No. That no. that's, like, so that's why it didn't make sense. Somebody else might have been trading four times, oh, three okay, spots okay, okay. back. Let's yeah, say okay, somebody I mean, at twenty yeah, okay, for the forty ers They'd rather just move back one spot. Yeah, they was wanting to trade both of them pick. spots. Yeah, okay. That so, makes, that but makes I think point. the forty yeah. ers pick that pick. I think might have been one of the best picks in the first round. I think Javon Kinlaw's better than Derek Brown. That's just me for the defensive tackle standpoint. He was my first rated defensive tackle off my board. If I would have had a board, was Javon Kinlaw. I think it just Derek. As much as people love to say DTs really need to be great run stoppers right there in the center, today's game, I just said it earlier, they're throwing the ball everywhere. So if you can be a bull rush right there in the center and just push the tackle in the, or the guard in the center you, up into the you, quarterback, yeah, but you, I, I wanted Ken Law so bad. St- you still got to stop the run. Uh, you're the Panthers. You know, Panthers worse than Lee. You know what Panthers gave up per rush last year? 5.2 yards per carry. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what does so, Tom Brady and, and, like, all, and all the Panthers fans were like, why'd you draft a defensive tackle? Because you gave up 5.2 yards per carry. Now, so think I, about I it. thought that was a good pick. And, and think about it on the back end while y'all all saying this. And what does Tom Brady hate? Pressure coming up the middle. He can handle the outsides because he can get away from that. But then Dallas, what he they do? The Defensive tackle Gallimore from Oklahoma to come up the middle. To what does pressure. Washington do? The best defensive player probably in the last five to six years. There's a win, baby. I will say, let's, let's see him play on Sunday first. Let's not crown him yet. <laughs> I mean, You're going to crown him, crown him. And I've already crowned him. So <laughs> You've already crowned him. And I'm already there. The best I'm telling you, I truly believe he, he looks the part, though. I he looks you. the part. And boy, what, the fact the that part. the doctor said he could grow another three inches still yeah. while in the NFL is ridiculous. He'd be six yeah. foot eight. I do like this. Yeah. I do like this. I don't, I don't care where they're from. And I love Ohio State players. But he also but, going to give but, top-notch. I, do, I agree. I do, want, I, do want to, I do want to see him play on Sunday first. Look. He had 16 and a half sacks. He led FBS in sacks last year and in forced be, fumbles. I mean, and in his yeah. final three games, he was triple teamed. Yeah, yeah and he was to. in the Big yeah. Ten. Yeah, he played. Uh, he played okay. stout competition though. 
He played stout competition. Oh, the, the ACC is really stout. Uh, <laughs> where, where, where are they playing in the national championship game? Yeah, because they have one team. Okay, that's all we got to say. And nobody gets hurt. Dude, like can you imagine? Can you imagine how bad Clemson's yeah. back is hurting for just carrying them in football right now? It's like, man, yeah. y'all can't help us out a little bit. Well, they're representing us pretty well. They are representing Big pretty well. Make I don't know. You know, what, you know what makes me think that when, when like Kevin goes through all the picks from from like years past in the podcast? It's like guys that you thought might have been really well. I guess it's kind of like I'm skeptical of everyone till I see him play in the mm-hmm. NFL. Right. Because, and then I heard. That is, and, that's everybody. Uh, I can never say his name. Hushmanzada. From, yeah, from, from, he used to play yeah. for the T- Bengals. TJ, who's your mama? Yeah, but he gave a really good <laughs> interview. And the, and the question asked to him is, why are all these guys where you think have this phenomenal generational talent? Why do a lot of them not pan out? <laughs> it's like, well, they have the physical talent. They don't have the mental stamina. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's what the difference, I think, from college to the NFL is. I think something as well is it's fit. It's fit. If a team drafts you and doesn't know how to use your talents, then that's just a waste of your talents. It's the same thing for anybody that goes into a workplace anywhere. If you get hired somewhere and they don't know how to use you to your full ability, it's really a waste. You're kind of just sitting there making a paycheck. And another thing you have to take into consideration, God forbid nobody gets injured. Yeah, that's what yeah. Miami has to do right now with with yeah. him taking two at five. Look, if you think he's as good as advertised and can be what you were hoping to replace all these years for Dan Marino, all you got to do is pray to God he don't get injured. Tom, I think I'm wasting a paycheck on having Hunter in the studio instead of just following Borrego around. It's <laughs> <laughs> constantly. That should just be Hunter's job. What is a Borrego beat writer? Pareko beat writer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he wants to know who you are, Hunter. You make it. I'll, you? I'll make it known. Who are you? I tell you what. Who are you? I, are you? I will exactly make it right. known who I am, and I'm just going to follow you around. And I'll write if you want to know. Look, we'll, I'll, I'll ask be you, the Pareko story. I'll ask you writer. the hardest questions that you'll definitely want to get rid of me after a week. <laughs> I promise you. Like I, I tell you what. I'll coach, first thing I'll ask is who you draft. Coach, let's make an appointment next June and see who makes it. <laughs> That's what I would put, Hunter. <laughs> I'll make an appointment in June. We'll see who makes it there. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll buy lunch, coach. Oh, if, you're okay. there, if you're there next June, this, I mean, <laughs> but like, it, it's kind of funny though. Like going back to my earlier point, everybody gets all hyped up about this draft. We've got the generational da 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 da. But but every player is play. good. You gotta play on Sunday. Mel Kiper Jr. Everything is right. Well, yeah, everything went the way it was planned, except for the Giants pick <clears throat> when they moved up to an offensive tackle at the start, and I thought they would have took. Simmons, which he ended up dropping all the way to number eight. I figured eight. they would take Everybody else stayed the same. And I, after Dagum Simmons got left, I thought one of them other teams might change their pick to take Simmons. But he got pushed all the way down to the See, look, I was cr- It blew my mind that even I thought they were going to go tackle the Giants. I had yeah. them taking Tristan Wirfs. And Wirfs ends up being the fourth offensive tackle taken in the first round, and he was the highest rated one out of all of them. I was so confused. I like Andrew Thomas. He's a Georgia boy. I like him a lot. I think he's going to do well. But but I figured the Giants were going to go that route because you got a second-year guy, Daniel Jones, and Saquon Barkley can only run around for his life for so long and try and help you guys win. you got to be able to give him time uh, for Jones in the pocket, and you got to have Saquon some nice, clean running lanes. I mean, he's fantastic. Don't, be, don't get me wrong. I love watching Saquon. I think he's laterally, he's probably the best in the league. But <laughs> after a while... Those jump cuts start to get a little bit tiring, you know. He's starting to lose a little bit of stamina. Yeah, but you also you also have to, you know, like you wonder why why goes where. I think some of it's got to be. I mean, they got to have conversations with these people before they draft them. 
How you yeah. feel about being here? What do you want to oh, do? Yeah. Yeah. You get along with the coaches. Is this what you want to do? And, you know, There's that it kind of plays into what Gettleman has done all those years when he was in Carolina. Sometimes it just be the safest pick. Right. Uh, you know, you fourth pick overall he's like look there's no way we can miss this if we if we blow this because everybody killed us for the daniel jones pick last year and it looks like it's going to pay pan out then that's the problem then we, we got to go with the safe pick all right guys about time for a break uh jp give me a thumbs up in there good morning jp right there in the middle of the screen say hey to the to the viewers at home on facebook live uh jp's sitting there over the mitchum's kitchen logo in the middle jp uh, we're. I just finished my breakfast, and and Hunter and I had had a sunrise. How was yours, Hunter? It was pretty good. Excuse me. It was pretty good. Big yawn there in the middle. Of yeah, that no, it was really good. I actually. put him right on the spot there. Yeah, you that. did. That was half my fault. Uh, uh they uh, I, mine was excellent. Uh, I had a little Heinz fifty seven to it, and it just makes it pop. Uh, Terry, what'd you have this morning? I had a liver mush bologna on the bone. <coughs> mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Liver I've, mush I've, and bologna <laughs> on a bun. With some mayonnaise. That that's a lot of different variety of meat. That's right. Parts. <laughs> I haven't I, I haven't had enough ch- a chance to get to mine because I, I didn't get here till five minutes till. So okay. Kevin, I wasn't late though, but I haven't had a chance to get to my sunrise wrap, which I am going to indulge upon. That generation, Hunter. It's a big that generation. generation. Kevin, I just said <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't late. Right. I just didn't get mm-hmm. Tom mm-hmm. Coughlin says if you're not fifty if you're not fifteen minutes early, you're late, Tom. Well, he's always fired from every job <laughs> he's had, so, He he's also wants the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, All right. Terry, your center, Travis Frederick, retired before we go to break. Mm-hmm. With him on the field, they average one point eight sacks a game. With him off the field, it doubles to three point six sacks a game. So Got big uh, things to replace at center, uh, it, especially when you got a good one. There's a difference between you know the average and the good ones, and he was a pretty good one. All right, JP, let's play us off for a commercial. And Terry, right before we go to commercial, one of our viewers, uh, Chris Nelson, says Tampa Bay will have a better offense than Dallas this oh, season. Say that what? What's he is? Okay. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Appreciate okay, you broadcasting. But them cowboys. Spend lots of time in a tractor cab? Then you know what's inside can be important for productivity and comfort. So step up to Kubota's new 118 PTO horsepower M135GX tractor with the largest Kubota cab ever. It's powerful, efficient, reliable, and roomy, so hardworking folks like you can spend your time wisely. Kubota's M135GX. Step up. Now available for zero down with financing options as low as 0%. See your Kubota dealer to learn more. Your Kubota dealer is Parker Farm Service, 110 Bessie Drive in Kings Mountain. Spring Fling 2020 is here at Carolina Federal Credit Union in Cherryville. Now you can get rates as low as 1.99% APR on new vehicles and 2.49% APR for used vehicles. Plus finance it up to 84 months for both new and used models. Get up to 100% financing with no down payment plus more. Stop by the drive-thru for all the details at 1200 East Church Street in Cherryville. Or you can apply online at carolinafcu.com. Patrick Riley of East Lincoln High School is this month's McDonald's KTC Broadcasting WhatsUpShopper.com Scholar Athlete of the Month. Patrick is a senior at East Lincoln High School and is the son of Jenny and Daniel Riley. Patrick swims and is on the tennis team at East Lincoln. He has a 4.57 grade point average. His advanced courses include statistics, calculus, U.S. history, chemistry, literature, government, and world history. He is a member of Rogue Kappa. 
the Beta Club, National Honor Society, and Moo Alpha Theta. He enjoys hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Patrick is a member of Salem United Methodist Church and is a member of the Youth Council Leadership Team and is involved in mission trips. He also enjoys visiting the elderly and building and yard cleanups. After graduation, Patrick plans to attend North Carolina State University and major in computer engineering. The Scholar Athlete of the Month is sponsored by McDonald's, WhatsUpShopper.com, and KTC Broadcasting. Spending too much time at home with nothing to do? Then go shopping. That's right, go shopping at WhatsUpShopper.com. Local area businesses are featuring their products and services on WhatsUpShopper.com. You can also play our contest, listen to the swap shop, and more. Make it one of your favorites. There are also valuable coupons from area businesses. And as they say, let your fingers do the walking and shop online at WhatsUpShopper.com. You'll love it. And welcome back to Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Kevin and the gang, JP here in the studio. And uh, y'all on? Yeah. I got you, man. I got you, JP. We appreciate it. Thank you for bringing us in, JP. You enjoy your breakfast this morning? I did, actually. I had a uh, sausage, egg, and cheese on toast. Hey, I heard JP. I turned it up a little bit more. Hey, I, 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 got the, I got the magic slider here. I can hear you a little there bit more or a little bit less. But we want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Obviously, Saturday morning sports talk brought to you by Mitchum's Kitchen here on KTC Broadcasting. We just got finished with our early thoughts on the draft. I got one more to put in there. Well, go ahead. Yeah. I was about to say, I think we have maybe yeah. we can probably we can afford to delve into it a little bit more because yeah. Lord knows nothing else is happening right no, now. Nobody so. talked about you got to talk about the Packers. Well, well we that's where I was going. Well, because hold on. they gave them a D. Terry, on they, they, they did. They yes. did give them a D. Yeah. Start with the Packers, and then when you get done with that, real quick, we're going to finish the first round. Okay. We'll go over each individual of those, and then we'll talk a little bit, hit some highlights of the second. All right. So we can do that. After we left Thursday night, we left after the 21st pick, mm-hmm. and then the Packers made fireworks by the time we were getting home, basically moving up in the first round, picking Jordan Love. And, Terry, what was you about to say about that? Well, when they come out with it, I mean, you know, to me, I think you've got to have a backup, and they're looking ahead. I think that's what Green Bay's doing. But they never contacted Rodgers until after they had done it, which they don't have to. I mean, he's not like the the guy, the gift that everybody's been given to him. I mean, how many Super Bowls he won? One. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, he's not led them to three or four or five. But, you know, he is a great talent. He is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And I give him all that because he's ate Dallas up tremendously year after year after year. But when they, they did that, the first thing I thought is, okay, y'all looking at it. But now Aaron Rodgers sits back and says, look, I'm going to pay until I'm 40. A 40-something, because he's thinking Tom Brady-wise again. You know, and if that's the case, then Jordan Love's going to have to learn for a long time. And, I, you know, I can see Jordan Love maybe setting back two or three years, but after two or three years, he's going to want to go somewhere where he can be a starter. God, well, I did not mind the Packers taking a quarterback. I brought it up a few weeks ago, and I, and I always tried to throw the tidbit in. You know, I had that tweet that said I had either the Packers, the Colts, or the Steelers are going to take a quarterback, and I thought it was going to be Jacob Easton. And the reason why I thought that's because I thought it was going to be like the third or fourth round. You know, hey, we are going to groom him, and maybe he'll come in and, and you know, eventually take over for Aaron Rodgers. I didn't think you are going to trade up in the first round to get him. Yeah. I mean, you that's act true. like he's on his last leg. Now I'll admit it. Aaron Rodgers does not look like the Aaron Rodgers of old. I think he's. I think he, compared to Tom Brady, 
is going to see father time a whole lot quicker. I think Aaron Rodgers, just because his his game is a whole lot more athletic than Tom Brady's. He Tom Brady get he gets out of the pocket a lot. He and he, he throws on the move a lot off one foot. All those yep. not weird arm angles he throws at. So I feel like Father Tom's gonna catch him quicker. And it, they did say it was like the fifteenth anniversary, uh, but when they drafted Rodgers to replace Brett Favre. But I'm sitting there like, you traded up for a quarterback, and it's the biggest question mark quarterback in the draft. Yeah. And he got a D. What's what's aggravating no about it from a player's perspective is that it's not a move to win. Yeah, it's it's not the starting caliber right. player it, that they could have had right, right there. If what's the point of even having Rodgers on the roster? He's not a player. You're, he's not like it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, and or or, or you know Flacco or, or or I mean this is it, it, and and Flacco's a champion and and. and but, but and, and so is Rogers just wanted they got one, but the thing about it is it's not mm-hmm. you can still win with with him on the field, and so what's weird to me is why draft a first round we talked we've been talking about it for weeks you, and I told Will yesterday he came by, I said Will, you have to get a starter in the first three rounds you did not help your team win this year at all, you did not get you could could have got a stud at one of these other positions and instead you got a backup. You drafted a back. You drafted a starter yeah. for three years from now. That doesn't help Aaron Rodgers now. That's why Roethlisberger was pissed off about Rudolph. It don't. It don't help the team at all. If you want to draft a quarterback and work a successor fourth, fifth, sixth round, totally understand. While I'm here, but in, until I'm gone, I, we act like you know you have to draft a quarterback right now. Like uh, there's a draft next year, and then next year we'll all sit here and say. Oh, these all four quarterbacks will go in the top ten, and we'll do the same thing. It's like we totally forget every year. There's three or four quarterbacks we draft in the first round. There's only three or four teams. The same that need reason a why that's, that's the exact reason Happens why Jameis and Cam don't have jobs. They, they the quarterback yeah. turnaround just so fast now. And the and the argument was like you brought up was going to say is why did they trade up when a lot of people said they could have got him in the second round? Like they didn't have to trade up to get him. Right. They so, could have they could have moved up in the second round. Right. You didn't have to trade up in the first yeah. round. Or they could have sat in their spot. Or do they think another team was going to jump up in front of them right there? I mean, we'll, we'll I mean there's a lot of back behind the scenes stuff that not everybody knows, but right. that, that, that was the, that was the criticism that they perhaps traded up when they did not need to. I so, think so. Yeah, and and another point I'm, I, I I would make is, well, the San Francisco 49ers basically blew them out twice. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe the the calculus is that San Francisco is so far ahead of us right now that? We need to go ahead and start thinking about the future because we can't be. Hell no! And the, I don't know what's the going thing, through the their mind right that, now. But in, in, in Aaron, if you're Aaron Rodgers, why would you not ask for a trade? Because you're not helping me win with you guys. And what you just said. Oh, and their second, their second round pick was a running back. They don't yeah. need a running back. And, and then, yes, their yeah. two best players last <laughs> year were quarterback and running back. And in the first two rounds, they went quarterback and running back. So they don't want to pay the running back coming up shortly. And they think Rodgers is done, so they're making the play right now for three years from now. I think I read somewhere where it was like, and if I'm Aaron Rodgers, why would you not say, trade me to New England? Right. I think it was like yeah. over fifty percent of the wide trade receivers me to LA. Trade last me year that got passes that caught passes from Aaron Rodgers were undrafted. They were undrafted, so it wasn't even like. I'm not saying undrafted players can't be good, but it wasn't first or second round caliber talent. Yeah, they you got know? the one stud wide receiver. Yeah, that's it. They have Devontae Adams, and Adams. even Adams was injured last year. For a majority of the year. So after after that, they had to just kind of look at undrafted players or players they got in the later round. To Which, me, I think that front office is, has gone dumb. I t- 
You got gashed for 500 yards in two games yeah. by running Why backs. Not get some defense? Why not get a defensive tackle or a linebacker? If I was what, what, the Panthers, I would have tried to trade for Aaron Rodgers yesterday when they, as soon as they announced no, Jordan Love. No, yeah. no, 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 no. But what he said, <laughs> what he said made the most sense. Hey, that why not trade him to the Chargers, who right. are pretty much they've got talent. They, a lot of people say they can make a run at it. Aaron Rodgers from California. Yeah, I mean it would it would be a good fit. Would it not, not? I mean, now I, that they, they drafted Herbert? Though, yeah, but now. did but they don't want. To, I'm surprised. Still, still, I'm can, surprised that the fans. Well, he, that's the same spot he is now. I'm yeah. surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. the fans haven't done it already. But if you trade Aaron Rodgers, that's a riot. You're bringing up Green yeah. Bay's right there. The, the stadium yeah. is right there in between a lot of houses in Green New Bay. England. They'll just go to the front door and be like. Yeah. What, what is this? All right, let's do well, the rest of the first yeah. round. And I thought we were going for Super Bowls. Let's do yeah. the rest of the first round, and then we're going to do some quarterback um, guesswork. We still, it still hasn't been settled in New England. Still hasn't been settled. Is is it settled in Jacksonville? Um, is there any spots for Cam and Jameis right now? I mean, what what are they going to do? Somebody's going to sign. Um, so somebody's going to sign. We mm. ended the show out of the twenty first pick. Uh, with Rager, wide receiver to the uh, Eagles on Thursday night, uh, Jefferson was followed by that to the Vikings, uh, who mm. just who had just sent oh, was it Stephon Diggs to to Buffalo when we were leaving here. Uh, Kenneth, I told uh, Rob, I said, look, Justin Jefferson's going to go to the Vikings, and, they do and, they and that's what happened. Kenneth Murray of Oklahoma, inside linebacker to the Chargers. I like that pick. Cesar Ruiz of Michigan, the center. Uh, to the Saints to help Drew Brees. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, or Ayuk, is am I saying that right? Wide receiver, Arizona, uh, to the 49ers. Arizona State, sorry that he wouldn't want me to say that. Horns up for him. Is that right? Is it, I think it is Jordan Brooks, up. Texas Tech, outside linebacker. Patrick Queen, he went to Seattle. The Ravens get Patrick Queen, LSU, inside linebacker. Titans, Isaiah Wilson of Georgia, offensive tackle. So Georgia last year... Hunter had two starting offensive tackles uh, mm -hmm. on their front line. Auburn corner uh, Noah. Don't even try. Igbeno Gane. Come on, Goodell, get the names right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not paying forty million dollars <laughs> yeah. to get this. Do they really pay? What y'all said? Do they really pay him forty million? Yes, he gets forty. That's million. ridiculous. Forty plus. Might be forty five. Jeff Gladney, TCU uh, cornerback, and Clyde Edwards. Blair, uh LSU running back, <clears throat> ends the first round. Now, let me make some notes here in the second and third. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to pull up uh, JP, my my computer for a sec, so the folks can see us see me rolling through some of these. Hunter, I've actually got your computer hooked up, too. You, like, you like that? Oh. You like that? I've got a, both of ours. Would here. you look at that? Look at that. So if you want, if if you feel like, yeah, I, I'll just go. This there. is the second round right here. First pick of the second round was T. Higgins. I think that's a notable one to. He does, yeah, he's, saw that. Back, he's really kind of injured. Higgins is good. That's what hurt him. Mm -hmm. but I think. But that, now Cincinnati. I mean, I'm glad they picked him. Yeah, I think that's a one of note. The uh, Panthers picked a guy named Gross Maters. Gross Matos. Yeah, Panthers Gross went defense. Players. You know, the, I was meant to talk about the Panthers went defense with all three of their picks. Yes, which and they traded up for one, too. right? And and, and I job. thought it was a good job for the Panthers. Good and job. Even though they're uh, their their coach's offensive guru, I think that's a good in the front office to recognize this is what we need and right. this is what we're going to get. Well, they signed of, Robbie Anderson. Well, they got Robbie Anderson, uh, and then they and, and Bridgewater. So 
what else do they need on offense right. maybe than linemen in it or a and tight they locked up McCaffrey to the probably maybe you think they'll draft end, a tight end yeah. later here in the next Look, few if rounds if they don't I want Washington to I want us to, I I want us to grab Thaddeus Moss so bad it's not even funny he didn't drop a pass he you was know, thrown to you know, at LSU you know, this year you know what the deal was though uh, like you're always talking about Williams mm-hmm. like now uh, that uh, the Browns signed Hooper that what would make sense Najoku for Williams. Yeah, that was a talk whenever yeah. that was first happening, and it, it just didn't go through. I think yeah. another one that we can bring up now uh, from the second round as well, um, local talent, Hickory area, Kyle Duggar, yeah. Division mm-hmm. two high. I think yeah. he's the highest drafted yeah, Division that, yeah. two player um, to the Patriots. Safety out of Lenore Rind. How many local coaches are about to use that right there for motivation for the oh, next yeah. five to ten years. Yeah. Oh, Lenore is, Ryan was good that last is year. All, they were, they that is all Lenore Ryan has been good for like That's two all you're going to hear from now. these local coaches, especially when the when Lenore Ryan comes to talk to this local the local talent, is that, hey, the first round by the Patriots. So you can go pro for no matter where you go. Um, and, and yeah, you just you know, we talk, having Gene Bulls in here the other day talking Juco baseball, mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a great example of, you know, baseball – more than more than he's he's saying more than Division One players are you know they're running through the JUCO uh, to get where they want to go uh, first and uh, you know uh, the, some of the, the good places to go to these smaller schools uh, if they'll let you in uh, uh, we've got some other all kinds of talent around here uh, to, to, and then um, South Point's uh, Tanner Muse was mm-hmm. drafted by the Raiders and John Gruden. Um, God, he's got a lot of picks and a lot of people he's took in this year. So, this whole team has changed. So Terry, um, mm-hmm. and we right. talked we talked Thursday night because he picked the first wide receiver in this draft, and it wasn't Judy. Um, and now Muse is in this draft, so now Tanner Muse is going to be connected to maybe a historical draft of of whether Gruden hit on it and all these wide receivers or not. And Muse is going to be connected because they're always going to list the Raiders' picks. And you're going to see South Point's Tanner Muse listed on that. I guarantee 10 years they'll be, be talking about this draft and the wide receivers. Hadn't the Raiders owed four picks and three of them wide receivers? I don't know if on it's – it, it's it's, I don't know the exact number. Right. It's at least two. I think there's three. I think <laughs> three of their four are wide receivers. Usually right. Hunter knows that off the top well, of his head. I'll well, look it up while, while, I watched, while Hunter's going I, through the second round. After there. they announced the third, the uh, Washington's third round pick, because that was the only time we picked again, I was like, all right. Which I'm not happy with. I'll let it be known. I'm not happy with it. Yeah, Terry, they got Brian Edwards from South Carolina mm-hmm. uh, as well. They went back-to-back picks at yeah. Oak, uh, for 16 and 17 Did, in and the Lynn, third round. Did South Carolina Lynn really, really get defensive linemen to get drafted, too? Uh, yeah, it was uh, – He's first round. That was the Chase one – No, no, no. That was the one uh, Clavon. What is it? Chase on? No, no, no. Chase on is the LSU kid. That's the guy I said that was going to replace DeForest Buckner for the 49ers. Right. Why, why is his name escaping me right now? Javon <laughs> Kinlaw. That's go. what it is. That, yeah, yeah, Javon that Kinlaw. Familiar. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Like you, you can picture him. You, you can see him right there. Three wide receivers, a safety, and a corner so yeah. far. So they're okay. they're Gruden is heavily working on the outside of uh, on this draft. No interior people uh, for the Raiders and and, and Mayock there. Um, they had back-to-back picks, Terry, at 16 and 17 in, in the second round, actually picked back-to-back wide receivers. Mm-hmm. 
after picking the one in the first round. 80 so and 81. Just think if we was doing the show last night, we, Hunter would have lost his mind and threw a hat or something. He like, did. What are they doing? Who? If, if we would have been, been live. Las Vegas. The, Las Vegas. I keep saying Oakland. If we would have yeah. been live broadcasting when the Raiders picked the second and third wide receiver. No, the Raiders <laughs> got two wide receivers, Terry. Two wide receivers back-to-back, like they said, and, and they went cornerback. And Tom listen to anything I say in the last I'm 30 seconds. Three. I'm sorry. I got so wrapped up in looking it up. Think about that. I just got I just got so wrapped up in looking it up, I wasn't listening in three rounds, In three rounds, they've had four picks. That's pretty good. No, and they've had three, five, pick, five well, picks. No, they didn't have a second-round pick. They had, they had one well, in the third know, and, and I'm not necessarily going to all this. I'm talking about all the yeah. other people. I mean, they took Witten. They've got Heath. I mean, you know, just from Dallas, they've picked up a lot of guys just from Dallas. Hunter, Hunter the Raiders have had five picks. Three wide receivers, Arnett from Ohio State, and Muse from Clemson. Yeah. I was listening that time. Oh, that's right. They had two in the first round. They had round. none in the second round. They yeah, had two right. in the first. That's, I forgot they had the two second. picks right. in the first round. Uh, I think the Falcons, I think, have 13 picks today. Mm. Today? I, I saw. Yeah, today. Last year, I think they had nine. It might, if it's not the Falcons, it's another team. I'll tell you I, what. For some reason, I think it's the Falcons. And I may be wrong. I, 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 uh, I'll find out. I'll sure look I'm that right up, on Kevin. That. One I'll of them had 13 picks today. I got it right today. here. Hold on. It's insane how many, how many the picks. The Falcons have two picks in the fourth round right now. Yes, they do. And, and, and like I said, and I, it might not be the Falcons. It, Washington it just might be has got two memory, picks. In I the did see that one of them. Does Dallas? Have I think it was Shefty that was that was one twenty three. Dallas, yeah, looks like you only have one. Dallas only got one this, this yeah. today. Um, actually, wait. So today sa- is this going? This is, is just Thursday, Friday, else? Saturday. This is, this is everything else today. Yeah, they start like eleven o'clock. They've already they've already started. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, no, wait, no, maybe. it's not started. It says round four is not started yet. Oh, okay. And Carolina has one, two, three. Let's see here. They have fourth. Yeah, Carolina just has. Fourth, I don't know fifth, how the Falcons now. have all those picks because I'm looking here and they don't even have a fifth round pick. But I can tell you who yeah, does. I'm saying it might not be the Falcons. Yeah. Well, is another. It might be another I, team. I, all I know is. I remember reading. Team, I'll find it out. I remember reading that between this year's draft and next year's draft, unless they've made some trades. Behind the scenes, the Dolphins had 25 picks. Hey, so how, how, about, how about this? The that's a lot. Well, they'll bundle it and trade, though. That's what they'll maybe. The Cle- maybe. The Clemson-Alabama National Championship game, right, mm-hmm. from two years ago? Listen to all these players and tell me what NFL team they're on. Cleveland Farrell, Hunter Renfro, Trayvon Mullen, Josh Jacobs, Lester Cotton, Henry Ruggs, and Tanner Muse. Oakland Raiders. The Raiders have drafted The Las Vegas Raiders. Seven. God. Seven. You're worse than me, Hunter. They have seven players for that <laughs> one game, Terry. Well, look, if they go from Oakland to Los yeah. Angeles to Las Vegas, I can't get with them. Not yeah, but I still call the other players that he has picked Chargers, up. Chargers, I'm always going to call San Diego. I just can't help it. I can't help no, it either. I can't help it. Because I just about said Aaron Rodgers in San Diego would be great. But that whole San Diego team, have a team of the L.A. Raiders will be totally different. I bet if you look last year's roster compared to this year's 53-54 man mm-hmm. roster, you're going to have at least 30 different guys. But isn't this Mike Mayock's only second year as general manager for the Oakland Raiders? And the reason I bring that up is because that's exactly what he said, though, going into the draft, why you're probably looking and saying all those Clemson and Alabama players are there. He said that. He said, look, you can look at the national championship game and say and see NFL talent all over the field. So I'm not surprised that he drafts from Clemson and Alabama a lot. And I wouldn't be surprised if they went a lot of LSU players this year just because yeah. of how dominant of a team they were this year. Uh, to me, 
I think, you know, it's uh, kind of on the, the nose. The Vikings have 13 picks today. The Vikings have 13 picks today? Wow. <laughs> how, how did they get <laughs> 13 picks? I'm going to look it up here. I don't sure. remember don't who's the made pa- a trade The Patriots have a ton of picks, too. The Patriots will always have a ton yeah. of late now, picks. Now, Coward was on TV all day yesterday talking. They traded out of the first round. They just drafted it, or, or, or they drafted a kid from uh, Lenore Ryan. Uh, they, they, he's adding a ton of picks. He's he basic, said, he's, basic, he said they're, they're he's tanking, tanking but yeah. they're not tanking. Uh, is what so you either doing. tank or you he don't. Said, he said all he needs is a top ten pick, and then all well, the five do- more well, picks, I mean, the and Dolphins then he's getting the quarterback. Tanked, but still won five games. Plus, how many teams next year are going to need a quarterback? Like how many teams? Possibly Indianapolis, and then you're still Jaguars. But you don't know. In New England, who what, else? What if, who else? What if Tua gets hit and his career's over? Then, right. then, then the Dolphins. Andy Dalton might still needs to find a home. Jameis needs to find a home. Cam Newton still needs to find a home. Like, there's tons of options mm-hmm. for the Patriots. Still I told actually. my buddy that the other day, he was like, man, how does Cam Newton not have a job? I said, man, <laughs> it's because there's n- there's no market for him. The, the, there's, Vic- the quarterback market is slim to none the right Vikings now. If he wanted to be a backup, I'm sure. Oh, the Vikings yeah. have yeah. three picks. In what about Hurts? Three picks in uh, the fourth, three picks that. fifth, three picks sixth. I didn't and like it right the there, though. Yeah, I'll, he's a player, though. I'll he's, speak on. He, I'll speak so on that. You know, he's Philadelphia. Wentz getting hurt all the time. Yeah, They've got tough, a good though. backup. I will say I will agree. They have a great backup in Wentz. I can agree with that. I don't take him in the second round. Not way, when you have such glaring weaknesses huh. at the wide receiver yeah. position yeah. and such a right, wide JP, receiver draft. You're back in action. <laughs> I just came back. Because uh, let me now. look and see. I had, you ain't been on there. Let long. me look and see how many <laughs> wide receivers you're back in were available after they took. There was uh, a ton, ton taken. I'm trying to find out. He went in the third round, right? He was a third round pick. A uh, cu- couple comments online. Inter- uh, Chris tells us uh, that interesting draft fact: there were no quarterbacks drafted in the 1994, or is that 54? First round. I'm going to make sure I get that right. Good grief. Uh, and, and Hunter, it's uh, Danny Balkan wants to know what's up with Jake Fromm. Hey, Danny. That's my Uncle Danny. Um, you are you are correct. Uh, the Maylock got there in December 2018. Okay, so, yeah. So it's only right. second year. Yeah, yeah. Right. 84. 84. What's up with Jake Fromm? <sighs> Listen, I made this comparison to Jake Fromm while he was in Georgia. Panthers? No. Panthers? I'm going to tell you exactly the comp I have for Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm was the college equivalent to Kirk Cousins. Beat the teams you got to beat, but when the line, when the when the light shines brightest, he kind of fades. He's number one on the big board. I don't know how he's number one on the big board because I have Jacob Eason as a better quarterback than Jake Fromm. Eason is two on the big board, and both of them are still waiting. (laughs) They're still waiting. But Fromm come up this morning and they was talking about him. Are the Panthers going to draft one? Well, Fromm come up and they said his arm strength was not good. Got small hands. Yeah, I mean, that's you the know, thing. They said I he still was, don't like the hands. And when he's forced out of a pocket, he's not that great. So, can he be a backup somewhere? Yeah, just where? I'm just trying. Like maybe I'm trying to think of a team that could use him because it's. I'm gonna play off what Kevin likes to say a lot. I want your. I want the backup to fit what my starter does, so we don't have to switch it up too much. Ah, he can go back up in Jacksonville, and then they can just draft another quarterback next year. I mean, think about it. They, sh- they don't have really another backup. Nick Foles is out of town if they're going to ride with Minshew Mania. And it's mm-hmm. not too much of a – if they were to bring in a veteran into Jacksonville, it might be too overwhelming of a – quarter. Like, like it wouldn't be a fair quarterback competition. 
between him and Minshew if they do bring in like a camera Jameis. I think Jake Fromm would be a good person to bring in there and, and be a good uh, guy to push Minshew in training camp. I don't think he's going to take his job, but he'll make Minshew kind of have to work for it. Um, what's another team that could possibly use him? Um, I could see the Rams maybe. They always like to go for offensive weapons, it seems like. Just have somebody. They have Blake Bortles, but somebody maybe they, with a better arm that's behind Jared Goff. I don't know. Is he starting caliber? No, I don't. I don't think he is. But I think someone that is starting caliber after a two a year or two sitting there behind somebody is Jacob Eason. I, I think Jacob Eason is the one that's the wild card. But they threw about him that he was good against opponents he should beat and could not beat the opponents when he got faced against you know a stuff camp caliber you know team and i'll and i'll say this though well, about jacob easton i'll say i was about to say i'll say i mean they blamed it on him jake Fromm played at georgia jacob easton played at washington now which one of them do you think is going to have the more premier talent around him jake Fromm. what people don't realize too jacob easton was the starter at georgia and got hurt and jake Fromm came in and never lost his starting position so jacob easton then transferred to Washington, so it's not like he can't play in the SEC. He started at an SEC I mean, school. He's six six. Oh, he's a big boy. Yeah. He's huge. He's got a cannon. He's got an absolute cannon. Well, just the thing that he has to work on is what's coachable is accuracy. You can coach accuracy. Yeah. If he sits behind, that's why I said either Pittsburgh or the Colts take him. Since the Packers have already taken Jordan Love, have him sit behind Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger. What is that going to hurt? He's already better than Mason Rudolph. Well, we'll take him in round seven. If Do you want to take are. him to Dallas? Yeah. Dude, if you take, I'm serious. Seven. I'm serious. Well, if they, they, they better hope Dak doesn't get hurt, he might lose his job. They yeah. can win with anybody. That's what it says. Apparently. So, <laughs> so, so, Danny, I'm just going to say it. Um, I think Jake Fromm's just a backup at best. I know Jacob Eason will be taken as a backup, but I think he's got starter potential. So, y'all don't think the Panthers are going to draft a quarterback at all? No. Maybe not next year. No. This year. No. Who's Who are the quarterbacks on their roster right that's now? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They got Bridgewater. Bridgewater, Will Greer. And Will, Will Greer. Greer. That's right. Yeah, that's all they need. And, no, and uh, what's his name? P.J. Tucker. P.J. Walker, I mean, that they took out of the XFL. Is it the rule that – did they change the rule to where you could you could, you can activate an extra player if it's a quarterback in the NFL? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, they, they could have three. I mean, so potentially, I guess most teams are going to have three. So, you think they're waiting until next year, too? For the quarterback, they'll they'll be in year two of Teddy Bridgewater's what three? It, Teddy only got a two or three year two contract, years. so it's two, two years. He's so they'll be years. next year. They'll be in his final year of his contract. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just decide they they use this year to judge whether or not they want to give him an extension. Just what I was gonna say. What if he has a monster year this year? Extend then, he, him. then he gets a great team. extend him. But because what's, what's a monster year for him though? Eight and eight. I don't know if I it, I, to me, too, to yeah, me, yeah, I would. I mean, you got to look at his win loss. You got to look at his stats. I couldn't go off of win loss, not with that roster, yeah. not with that team as yeah. a whole. I would have to go First with year I would have to yeah. go with touchdown to interception ratio. I would have to kind of look more statistical QBR, than just win loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like if that. I was talking about giving him extension, because I think we agreed on this on the podcast one time. We said, "You're three or four Panthers fans. That's when you can start looking to see if you're going to win." But these first two years, you got to realize that rebuild. It's yeah, rebuild time. It is. It's rebuild time. So I think it would also be kind of unfair. But I know it's a cutthroat business, the NFL. But I think it would be unfair for them to judge Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater heavily off of win losses with a rookie coach and a rookie offensive coordinator, and then him really only being the lone veteran presence on that offense. I think the toughest thing this year, it is a rookie. It is a it is a rookie coach. 
the division's going to be tough as crap this yeah, year. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's deep. But next year, I mean, the way things change in the NFL, look, honestly, you could have next year sitting at this time next year, no Brady, no Breeze, and you're looking at Atlanta, have, have they improved, and then all of a sudden the Panthers keep picking defensive players, and then all, maybe all they need is a quarterback, and then you're in year two and three, where they are competing if they make the right picks. Um, I, I, it's the, the division is going to flip over in a couple of years, but this first year is going to be really tough, and it, it should be tough for Panthers fans. And, and second year may be tough. It just depends on if, if the same quarterbacks. If everybody returns, it's going to be tough until Breeze and Brady are gone because Matt Ryan's not going anywhere in the next few no. years. <laughs> so those two are going to be tough. And, and until then. If they're smart, they'll young defense, young defense, young defense, and then boom, bring in a couple guys, and, and then you can start taking over the division. So um, Carolina basically a, a last place team. They have to be this year, I would say. I think that if you can and come I don't to the realization, it'll be a better year. I don't think they'll yeah. be that bad against outside of the division. Well, that's what I was saying. I think eight, everybody eight. in the division's good. I don't know. I, I would say six, <clears throat> six wins. They're, I don't think they're going to be a – Two or three wins. I think Teddy Bridgewater alone can get you four wins. wins. I think Teddy and Christian McCaffrey can get you four wins. Wonder which AFC uh, conference they match up against this year. You know, you have to do that. You you could could probably find that. Yeah, 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 I know exactly. Depends on which one. You know, who are they playing? I don't know. It's just wins. I think I think it'll be easier for an easier year. Like I said, for Panthers fans, if they just go come into it with the mindset, hey, we're just going to be the last team in the division this year. You know. Atlanta right, so, still has bolstered what, so much offensive but what firepower. professional thinks that way? Though? All right, let's go through. Let's I'm go. not talking about the organization. I'm talking fans wise. Yeah, okay. So like, okay, if, okay, like it won't you you I, won't be as crushed if I'll you let, lose those teams. Yeah, that's right. Okay, y'all, I see there's what three saying. of you guys. I'll let y'all vote two out of three on these. Home. home this is a Panther schedule. Uh, home games. Bears win loss. That's a loss. loss. All right. <laughs> That uh, was fast. I mean, it Lions is. at home. I said win. They'll win. They yeah. should win that. Broncos at home. Win. No. I think it's a loss. So that's two losses. So we're going to put a loss column. Uh, Raiders at home. I think they lose to the Raiders. Uh, yeah. I think they beat them. Two, what, Tom? I mean, we're, not talking about, we're talking about Panthers, not Dallas. I know I'm talking, <laughs> talking about. Yeah. I'm talking Tom about the Panthers. The They'll beat them, I think man. Gonna, There's uh, too many right. new people there. That's two to three, though, Terry. Uh, Cardinals. I think they beat the Cardinals. Kyler Murray. Now, see, there's where I think you lose because I, I mean they just picked up Simmons. That's fine. They got two wide receivers now. They go really on Murray. Yeah. Will Simmons yeah. be wanting to prove to the Panthers that they mis- made a mistake? Yes, for sure. How about Tanner Muse? He gets to come into town yeah. too. So both local guys get to come into town, play some defense against the Panthers in the first uh, in, the, in their first season. Uh, Falcons, of course, at home. Walls. Tom. Yeah, definitely. Saints and Bucks Lost, coming into loss. town. Everybody got losses. Nobody goes win on that. Mm-mm. I'm not even saying nothing since they keep saying losses because I'm going to be out of it anyway. <laughs> so, Terry, uh, well, you got to vote. That's how voting works, Terry. Welcome this away schedule is brutal. <laughs> away. This is brutal. Y'all just gave them one win at home, just letting you know. Dude, this is brutal. I don't think. Oh. At Minnesota. That's a loss. <laughs> at Green Bay. That's a loss. Terry, have you quit participating? Well, he, it, he's waiting on one of y'all to say win so he can say <laughs> <Yeah>. win. <laughs> this next one's a definite Lo- loss. At so Kansas City. Loss. That's a loss. At the Chargers. I'm going to give him a win. Terry? On the road, no, that's a loss. <laughs> <laughs> that's Hunter, a loss. I just, 
I just wanted to hear Charters, Terry. Hunter. I wanted to bring back Terry. He was disengaged. I mean, he was disengaged. Listen. Well, I mean, Hunter. Listen. Well, there's no use of me you jumping could, in. Hunter Hunter's saying loss. loss. Hunter says a loss. loss. Okay. At Washington. That's a loss. <laughs> <laughs> Terry at Washington. I think it's. I think oh, it'll yeah. actually be a really good Panthers game. Panthers to Rivera. See, those are those are the two worst teams that I hate in the NFL. <laughs> Terry, Terry. No, you hate the Browns more, Terry. But so, uh, Washington would be one notch up, so I give you a credit there. Is that going to be week one? Oh, uh, they'll Pan- be Panthers at Washington. Washington the Panthers them. at Washington Rivera revenge yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, they'll beat them. Washington will beat them. I think Rivera reminds them why they should have kept him. Yes. Okay. I think our defense will be too much. Now, at Atlanta, at New Orleans, at Tampa. <laughs> Three more losses. So you one, got one out of three. You, you guys have them at one in fifteen. By the way, <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know what y'all just right, did. I had nothing. I had them at two here, and had nothing right, to do here's with. Here's one of the four. ones I could maybe switch back on to give them a win. Well, they the Denver game. Well, I could switch back yeah. and say they could beat Denver okay. at home. Yeah. Anybody else, Hunter? Other Tom, than that, two. I got them at two and fourteen. I had them beating the Chargers and who else I had them beat? The Lions. Y'all both had everybody. Y'all had them beating the line. I thought them eight and eight. Boy, with that schedule, you're not going to be eight and eight. If you sit down and look at it, that's why I said you got to look at who they're playing for. So so Terry, to be let's be nice. Dang, that is. I'm going to be good. We're going to say two. Four and twelve. Terry has them now at four and twelve. Yeah, they're playing the AFC West. That's the AFC division that they drew this year, and that's the worst the AFC division. AFC West, NFC North. But you have to travel a lot. You got to travel a lot. That's the worst. Because think about it, the Chargers. Really, their roster is ridiculous. How many games they win last year? The Broncos are on the rise. The Raiders are on the rise. One West Coast game. Really? Um, Only one West Coast game. The the they got the Chiefs away, which is in the middle of the country. Then they got the Chargers. The uh, Cardinals and Raiders both come here, so okay, and so Broncos a, come here, um, so they not actually, as bad as I thought. Yeah, they only have one Pacific Ocean game. Put it that way. So, how uh, many games it, Carolina win last year? Five. I think it was five. So we we gonna no, take them a step no, so back. Five or six. Kyle Allen won five. They didn't win any more after he. No, they didn't win any after. Okay. So in other words, we're saying they're gonna be worse. I think their team's better. I think they got a better I team. Think, I think no, that, here's the thing. Schedule. I was gonna say, here's yeah. the thing. That team might be better, but those teams are disgusting that they're playing. They're top tier. I'm thinking. Terry, I'm, are they going to win a division game? They, 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 do, they, do they beat the Falcons Maybe twice one. or split no, with the Falcons? Split there, with the Falcons. there are two teams in their own division that could be Super Bowl contenders in Tampa Bay and the Saints. They play the defending Super Bowl champions, the Chiefs, away. They play a great roster in the Viking or. Well, in both yeah. the Vikings and the Chargers and Green Bay, who was two, in the NFC Championship game. Two and four against their division. You think that's what they'll they could do? Split the with yeah, somebody. They'll, they'll, they'll the split with Tampa. I don't know which Ooh, one. Ooh, I don't know, I don't about, know that. about that. I don't know if they'll split with Tampa. They'll win the game at home, and they'll lose down there. But they'll not beat New Orleans. They'll not have a chance. I think in New either Orleans is just a stud. I don't, I, I don't know, man. That Now that I've sat there and looked at it, that's brutal. That schedule is. I mean, brutal. you're going to get up to play Tom Brady and them. Your team's going to be hyped to play that game. Yeah, but depending on when, like when you draw them, if you're going into week five and that's the first time you're going to see them, and you're already zero and four, how up to the game are you really? Yeah, you you want to have Tampa to me. I think you want to have them earlier. earlier. I think yes. you want to play Tampa early. week one or two while yeah. they're still trying to early. figure everything out. Yeah. Then you can steal it. Oh, absolutely. I can agree with that one hundred percent. Just. 
That's brutal, man. The Denver Broncos will be better because their wide receiver core has just gotten better. Corey Sutton, and um, now they added Jerry Judy. I think they drafted one more. I think they're going to roll with Drew Locke. I think he's got potential. I didn't want him last year, but I think he, he can, he's showing promise. The Raiders are going to be competitive. Even a, a kind of a dysfunctional Raiders last team last year with the, all the A-B stuff that was going on, they won six or seven games. So they were That's what it. I was going to say with Terry. It's like Terry was just saying the Panthers are going to beat him. I think the Raiders can be on the rise, Terry. Even I don't think they can. I think they got too many parts they're trying to replace. I think last you year think was that, good. That, that, I think he's going to have to have not next year but the next because he's just now starting to but you replace think he'll a start. lot but of can, players. But he can beat the Panthers. Uh, no, I don't think he can. Not there. Not here. Because the Car- but you think the Cardinals can beat the Panthers. And I think the Raiders have yeah, a better I roster the, than the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals are pretty good on the only The only thing that I'm giving the Cardinals. That's the only thing I give them a lot of credit. The Cardinals are going to be a team that can score. Oh, Kingsbury's got He's hey, air raid. Hopkins. 100%. <laughs> yeah. DeAndre Hopkins might go for 2,000 yards receiving this year. Close uh, just with this offense. Fitzpatrick and everybody else. I mean, they're, they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Am I old because I can remember Kingsbury playing college football? Didn't he play at Texas Tech? Yeah, he played at his alma mater. Yeah, and then he was the coach there, and they fired him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's kind of it's kind of like he's coaching his I own alma mater and they fired him. College football there is like man, he was gonna be. Up. Think about that. You went from being your own alma mater's head coach to being fired by your same alma mater, and I then getting ready to get the offensive coordinator position at Southern Cal, and then get an NFL head yeah, coach. I don't, I don't understand that. And, and then you get with the best pick out of the draft. Yeah, at these, at these smaller <laughs> colleges and stuff, I don't understand why anybody gets fired that doesn't go. As long as you have five hundred or above, go bowl. Like, yeah, like you're not you're not getting a national championship. Like even in Carolina, well, I mean, no. For God's sakes, think about it. He five. lost in college with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Had a losing record with Mahomes as his quarterback. And now look at him. One of those two's really living it now. <laughs> Super Bowl champ, MVP, all within his first three seasons in the NFL. It's pretty great. Well, so not not too high on the Panthers' record. If they go two and three and two or three wins, that gives you a good shot at Trevor Lawrence. I'm still Is on that the, the very plan? opposite end of that, though. I mean, I still wonder what Belichick and them going to do. They'll be trying to lose every game. Is he going to try to lose, or is he I don't just think going to try to lose? To that's lose. just out of professional mindset. Or it's he, not. Or, that's not how I look at or him. Or is he going to try to just put the players <sighs> that they can on the field and what happens happens and then move up with a ton of picks? The guy still does not have a quarterback. Right. Stidham. They like Stidham. They yeah, like but I mean, I think, I think they keep looking. I mean, they could go after Newton. They could go after Winston, but he ain't making a move there on either one of them. I so, guess it comes down to... <clears throat> figuring out whether or not he makes the move for Winston and Newton. The, the the factor in that is going to be how much does he love Trevor Lawrence coming out next year. Unless he's got his mindset known from or uh, East coming up. He's, uh, when does he pick this I think, round? Oh, if he took Jacob Eason, I think that would be – because it, to me, he's very similar. I'm not, not comparing, like, with his greatness. I'm just saying play style is very similar to Tom Brady. They're not very mobile. They're very good in the pocket, and they've got great arms. Like, J- Easton's just not going to be as accurate as Tom Brady is. But everybody's always made the comparison that Tom Brady's a system quarterback, and outside of New England, he can't win. It's like, well, then you're basically, because all the other quarterbacks that filled in for him have won. It's like, well, I guess New England's just a plug-and-play, and whatever you put in is just going to win, so why would you not roll the dice, you know? So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued 
by where Cam Newton and Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton are going to go. Andy they, Dalton still has to be traded. We have almost, to remember that. He has right. to be traded. Yeah. And there's almost nowhere for, for these teams to go. In fact, Cincinnati, unless he starts demanding trades, which I don't know if I'd retain will, him. At this point, I'd retain him. A lot of times it's too. worked out because you know Dalton can play. That uh, you, you could just stick Dalton out there for as long as you want and, and then use trades for later. But the thing is, what team would need one of these quarterbacks? And, and I'm looking across the landscape, the, and the only team that, it, that pops up where anyone says anything about anything, Hunter, is maybe the Redskins, maybe the Jaguars. But other than that, Patriots, I mean, if you're talking about Bills a don't team, need a I'm just looking through. Bills won't, wouldn't do it. The Jets wouldn't. The Dolphins now wouldn't. No, no Ravens. No. Would Steelers sign one of them to be? A I was backup? ready to say no. there are two teams that we keep forgetting that are going to. They're going to need quarterbacks of the future because Big Ben and Philip Rivers James are on in? the tail end. It's the Colts and the Steelers. Those are going to be two teams. No. I don't see the Colts bringing in Cam. I can see. I, them. I don't see the Colts bring. I mean, uh, I can see the Colts trading for Andy Dalton. Tom, how about Jameis as Baker Mayfield's backup? Well, they just signed the – who did the Browns? The Browns just paid a guy $10 right. million to be their backup. Who was that? God, that sounds like a great job. Uh, yeah. Was it was, – yeah. yeah it Make does. $10 million wasn't just it, to be a backup. Wasn't it uh, Keenum they signed? Oh, yeah, they signed Case yeah. Keenum. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Get him out of Washington. Yeah. So, I, I'm just – like, the Raiders don't – what about the Broncos? Are they sold on Drew Locke? They have all these other options. Do, are they? Do they look at one of these guys? Think about Jameis throwing up there in the, in the in the high in the air, up there letting it sling. Cam up there in Denver running the Tebow offense. I'm sure Johnny Elway wants to see that some more. Um, How but, is Johnny? But, but where do they, where do these guys go? Where's a fit? No Green Bay. No Minnesota. Uh, Chicago. They just signed some uh, Foles. Detroit. I mean, would would, would Jameis be a backup to Stafford? Uh, impossible future. What I think, if James is going to be a backup, he should resign with Tampa on one-year deal. They're going to have a possibility of getting a ring. Why not? Why wouldn't he just say ten Ride million dollars? I'll be the backup because I led the league in passing last year. Why should I be a backup? But where else is he? That's what I'm saying. There's nowhere else to start unless Jacksonville or Washington, San Diego. L.A. They yeah, just drafted Herbert. Now L.A. Dang it! I just did it again. You know what? L.A. Chargers. Yeah. He could go to Tampa. He just got to eat his pride and say, "I'm going to learn." Joey, from James, Brady. He's going to yeah. ride. What about Cam? What about Cam Newton? That's the thing. That's the big one. That's the one that's going to. I mean, James will be big news, but where's Cam going? I mean, uh, the Chargers by picking Herbert. I don't think they're going to. They're going that way now. So. Hunter, I, st I still think he could end up. He could I, end up I, I still think the Chargers could get somebody. I, but I guess the the thing with the Chargers is the relationship between Taylor and the coach. That's why he was brought in right. there. But it would make sense to get because I, I think Taylor's like, Taylor in the sixth pick. That's not Cam Newton land. Yeah, you're bringing in Cam. I, I, I don't. You, you, he's he's a he's a show unto himself. So you're not yeah. you don't want to bring him in to back up. It's kind of like the uh, the Kaepernick thing where Herbert you don't want nor to, love are ready you don't want to start. Yeah. You don't want your backup it. quarterback giving interviews. That that's like yeah, the number one yeah. rule is you don't want your backup quarterback giving interviews. And and, and and Cam is not. I can see James being a backup, but Cam. I mean, but most, Fournette asked uh, Terry. Did you see that about Fournette? Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he he put out there that they should trade for him, and the very next day they put Fournette on the trading yeah. block. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, like <laughs> I don't think they're in the Cam Newton. Market. Like some of these teams, you know, with with you know, you're gonna have three guys. So yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't. I I guess what you're saying makes me think. Okay, well, if you got a larger in life personality, he's got to start because if he doesn't, it's gonna cause problems. So I mean, I I really think that you know a lot of people do talk about the Chargers. Let me say that wrong. The Chargers, that if they could bring in, like a Winston, who's mm-hmm. can can win now. I mean, do you really think they're going to go very far with Taylor? I mean, he's not hes not bad. With their relationship, though, like you said, that coach that, that's that coach ain't going to say, Tom's going to say, do I want to – I got Tyrod, who's a good guy, my yeah, buddy and everything. Yeah, do I want to get rid of him and bring in Jameis Winston just to see yeah. if he's better than my number six right, pick? Right, 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 right. You know, I, and I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I like the – Terry, where do you see Cam fit? Dude, ain't got nowhere for Cam to fit. I do like the model of letting a guy sit for a year or two. I mean – you don't think Herbert's going to start that right don't, away? That don't bother me, but yeah, I, I don't mean, think the fit where, is there Where now would Cam fit? It. And if it was me, and this is a bad situation, he needs to go to Arizona and be a backup to Murray. Do you? They think, run the same thing. They do. You really they do think the both. That's the, not going to happen. The six foot six MVP is going to look at that five nine Muggsy Bogues what? and say, "We run the same thing. He ain't better than me." <laughs> where else is he going to go? But Clingsbury wouldn't do that either. No, I don't think so. All right, so my options for Cam. Let's be realistic. Maybe New England. What do you think about that? I don't think New England would take him. I don't think Belichick would take him. Who's the backup in Seattle? Uh, Tom, I mean, he's not going to be a backup. He might. He <laughs> he's might. Not, he's he might. Yeah, they, he might. But, listen, uh, he's not going to be. He's not going to say, "Yeah, I, I'll be your backup." Like, I, he if, might. If, if you're in Cam's Newton's mind, can you just put try to get there, Tom? I know that's. That's I know. a wild he place might. to be. He might. And they say, Cam, you can come be the backup to Marcus Mariota in the Raiders. Or Mar- Gardner Minshaw or Phillip Rivers. You can come be the backup to one of these guys, Cam. Come on over. Yeah. If you work hard, we'll give you a spot. I just don't see Cam. Okay. Here's your, here's your problem he right here. Cam cannot go a year without playing. He's going to have to be on somebody's roster. He's going to have to yeah, be a backup. that's a good point. What yeah. about Denver? 7-9 and nine last year. They've, they've he been wants picking, to be a backup. They've been picking wide receivers. Well, he's not going to be going to come in as a backup. I mean, he, I, I well, he's not he going to be a starter. I, I don't see who's I, – I, it's just him. Like, who's he, he's not going to look at the other guy and say, yeah, I'm that guy's backup. I don't think that there's anybody in the league that he would say it. Unless – how about this, Terry? If he was going to be a backup – Wild idea. Saints, one-year deal. Don't the Saints have the – who's the guy that Jason plays? Hill. Hill. So they've already got plays drawn up. He's still on the roster, right? Right. Yeah. So they've already got plays drawn up that Cam can run with with Taysom yeah. Hill. I don't know. If you're going to do – I think Jameis and Cam might have to take one-year $10 million deals, backup slash compete – Type deals. Yeah, if they offer him, said we're going to give you an opportunity to compete for the starting position. If they offer him like that, but if they say you're coming in as a backup and you're saying he's not going to be a backup, Cam cannot set out for a year and then decide to come back. My my thing is on that though is that there's nowhere in the NFL I'm looking at the rosters that that have a job where you can compete to win the job that already don't have two people there. I so, agree. So, so I agree. Lo- looking back through these guys, the competitions, Terry, like. Jets, there's no competitions. Dolphins are bringing in two. Are they, are they going to bring in one of those two guys now to back up Tua? Does, does Jameis take that? 
Because would the Dolphins want to put that? Would you want to put that on your fifth pick? We're going to bring in a high-profile backup now. Um, when you got Fitzpatrick? Right. Is he still under contract? Right. There? Yeah. Like, there's no reason I mean, to do you're that. You're not there. going to do that. I don't, I don't know if Steelers. I mean, do they make that move? Uh, to for one of to. I still see think that Tomlin, right there. The Steelers to me is the wrong choice because you got a pocket passer. I see Tomlin and signing. Then you bring in Cam. That's that I see, don't work. I see Jameis there. <laughs> I really do. I could see him there because he could stay in the pocket. Tomlin can have him. Hey, still on the bench. Watch Big Ben. He's not going to be here that long. You know, work with us, and then you can move on if something happens next year somewhere else when Philip River retires or something like that. You know, these. You know, Cincinnati has two quarterbacks. Houston's not. Uh, you're not going. To, not going there. Tennessee's got Tannehill. Are you going to get? Are they going to say Cam? You're the backup. Tan, Ryan Tannehill. Think of that. Uh, what about Jameis in Tennessee? Would Vrabel want Jameis Winston in Tennessee? Just see, that's the thing. That's it's a about fits. It's all yeah. about fits. Indianapolis. Now, if you're going to run Phillip Rivers out there, but they've still got Brissett, so they don't have to make a move. And th- some people said that Indianapolis, out of the whole draft that's been held, has ended up with the best one. Yeah. I'll look through that in just a minute and see. Jacksonville, is that is that a destination for one of them? James is a Florida guy. Uh, Cam's a Southern guy. Um, you know, j- that that's the... Are you sold on Minshew now? Now people are like, well, I, I don't think so. But he went six. He won six games last year. Yeah. Six and six as a rookie, that's not bad. Um, so, and and the Jaguars have went and you know they've got rid of their whole defense. No matter who plays quarterback, there is not going to do well. I don't think whether it's Minshew or whoever. So, yeah, do, do they go in one of those directions in the AFC West? Mahomes, Lock in Denver. You know, Raiders already got two quarterbacks now. The Chargers got two quarterbacks now. So the only ones with one is Jacksonville, Denver, New England. Yeah, you were right, Terry, that Fitzpatrick is under contract yeah. for one more year because he signed a two-year deal last year. So he's still there. Yes, so you, yeah. Cam's yeah. not going to come in and be third string? Right. That's that's true. It is hard. It's, defi- it's unusual, isn't it? It's, it's unusual for the situation. But I, I'm also and- on the same end. I don't think he can set out. He's got to be on somebody's roster. Right, Washington wouldn't do it. Right, think about Washington. They're sitting there. They just traded for a yeah, fifth for Kyle that Allen. Really, that hurt Cam. Think about you. Go I ahead. don't care who you are. That hurt Ron him. Rivera has seen ton of Jameis Winston, yeah. and he's coached Cam Newton, and he would rather trade a fifth round draft pick for a backup for Kyle Allen. Yeah. Now he was tired of the shenanigans, Kevin. I don't know. I mean, he's he. I mean, <laughs> but but uh, Rivera's not. I mean, I guess because his because his style and personality, whatever, he wouldn't make the feud public. You yeah. see, I think he was just like, look, I'm tired of your BS, Terry. I got why, one why for would you. you want that? I got one for you. Jalen Hurt. I mean, Jalen Hurt. <laughs> Jameis Winston to the Dallas Cowboys. That could work. They don't have a quarterback. Ah, we don't. <laughs> How about backup to Dak? One mm. year, ten million dollars. Yeah, as long as he's a backup. And then if Dak doesn't uh doesn't work out, and then we get or, or something happens, you got we give yeah. everybody all of it. Terry, Jameis, <laughs> J- Jameis could throw for five thousand yards with those weapons. Yeah, but he'd also be <laughs> worse than Tony Romo throwing INT. He just got his eyes fixed. Yeah. Okay. And they get. He just had a Tony Romo dig there, Kevin. Are you just going to let that let that slide? <laughs> What's bad about it is that Romo didn't throw that many picks. It, it, and people just at the wrong time. That, that was some wrong time. Yeah. Ones. It didn't help his defense gave up thirty a game, and, and so that 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 was part of the problem. 
but yeah, uh, it, that's fine, you know. Uh, Green Bay not going there now. Minnesota not going there now. Maybe Jameis is a backup no. in Minnesota to Cousins. No, no, no. Uh, Bears got two quarterbacks. How about Jameis to Detroit? Philly got two quarterbacks. Jameis to Detroit, Detroit as a backup. Could make, that could make sense. What? That could make sense. I still don't have anywhere from Cam. But I still think you're filling in a Detroit with yep. a guy that's a pocket passer to a guy that wants to run if it's Cam. The James right. Winston James would be Detroit, a guy. Hunter, what do you think about that? Yeah. Back up. So, I mean, Stafford's been there for 11 years and ain't won a playoff game. That's yeah, but amazing, I don't think that's it? Stafford's fault. You know what I was – I don't either. I was, do, I was having a little history lesson that when the – cool, How many coaches you've been through? <laughs> when the, when Detroit, not as many as you Detroit, think, though. Jim Caldwell what? was there for quite a while. Detroit traded Bobby Two Lane. Two or three in 11 years. Maybe. Yeah. Detroit traded Bobby Lane 50 years ago, and they've won one playoff game since. <laughs> the curse, because he said on the way out, he said, y'all trade me, y'all will never win anything. <laughs> and, like, put a curse on them. So, yeah, hey, I guess that curse worked. The only one they beat was Dallas. Yep. That was the game uh, Detroit had uh, 40-something points, and Sanders didn't even do anything in that game. They beat them. Herman Moore. Kick, kick their bottoms there, Terry. Uh, all right, JP, you ready in there? I got thumbs up. Can I get a thumbs up? You sure, got right. Yeah, JP, there's a camera in front of you. If you'll give the camera the thumbs up, there we go. <laughs> That'll be better than you did. Will Boykins did that Friday night. If it makes you feel better, JP, or Thursday night. He did this. He did. So if you're watching online, you don't have any idea what I'm doing. I could be giving y'all the middle finger right now. <laughs> I might be. You are all number one, Hunter. Hunter's number one. We go Tom's number one. You wouldn't one. give me the finger, Kevin. Tom's number one right you there. Look, Tom's number one. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes. KTCBroadcasting.com. Spending too much time at home with nothing to do? Then go shopping. That's right. Go shopping at WhatsUpShopper.com. Local area businesses are featuring their products and services on WhatsUpShopper.com. You can also play our contest, listen to the swap shop, and more. Make it one of your favorites. There are also valuable coupons from area businesses. And as they say, let your fingers do the walking and shop online at whatsappshopper.com. You'll love it. For the latest from the world of golf, tune in every Wednesday morning from 11 to 12 for the Golf Shop Radio Show. Hosts Mark Greenhelge and Matt Blanchard talk golf from tee to green and everything in between. If you like golf, you're going to love Golf Shop Radio. Before you tee up, drop on in. Welcome to the Golf Shop. Golf Shop Radio, Wednesday mornings at 11 o'clock on Carolina Country WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM. Online at kdcbroadcasting.com. Brought to you by Fred Caldwell Chevrolet in Clover, South Carolina. This is Senator Ted Alexander. Local hospitals, health departments, and other medical personnel are in critical need of items known as PPE personal protection equipment. If you have items such as N95 surgical masks, surgical gray gloves, disposable gowns or hazmat suits, face shields, goggles, sanitizing wipes, and the like, at your home or business, no matter the amount, and you'd like to be an important part of pulling together to help your fellow North Carolinians, please contact your county's emergency management office. In Cleveland County, call Perry Davis at 980 980- 484-4841. That's 980-484-4841. In Lincoln County, call Bill Summers, 
704-736-8660. They will distribute these items where most urgently needed. God has blessed us all so much during this trying time. Let's not forget to bless others. Donate your excess personal protection equipment today. I'm Lon Helton, inviting you to join me as I count down the week's top 30 with my co-host Blake Shelton, who joins us from his farm in Tishomingo, Oklahoma. That's what I do, garden, fish, it's turkey season here in Oklahoma, and I drink, and I drink <laughs> today, Lon. That's Blake Shelton this week on Country Countdown USA. Wednesday afternoons at 1 o'clock on Carolina Country WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. Hey, I just talked with Gerald Duncan down at Hillbilly's Barbecue and Steaks in Gastonia. And yes, hey, we both agree this is a mess. But Gerald said to tell you guys and gals that they are still open for takeouts. And they do have curb service and will deliver right to your car. Just call 704-824-8838 and enjoy that great Hillbilly's Barbecue, Chicken, and Steaks, along with all their sides that you've come to love. Again, for takeouts or curb service, call Hillbilly's at 704-824-8838. Hillbilly's Barbecue and Steak, 720 McCannville Road, right off I-85 in Lowell. And we're back. Yep. On Sunday morning sports talk. There you go. Thank you, thank people. you, JP. Good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning, everybody. JP, you doing all right in there? We're doing good, doing good. I'm a little tired. Turn up a little bit good. harder so I can hear. What, JP? I'm a little tired, but I'm good. You tired? Yeah. Do some calisthenics. Stretch. Planks. Yeah, I, I have been stretching. Do <laughs> some planks. <laughs> I don't know I anybody mean, that wants to plank at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> do some don't s- you work at pub? Do some squat yeah, thrusts. But I don't work today. Hunter, I had my kids <laughs> duck walk. Day you know what that is? Yeah. You had to work Duck yesterday. walk. Yeah, yeah, I know what that, that is. <laughs> we were yeah. duck walking. Seven it's been a long time. Mm. <laughs> Thank <laughs> right. God Good they morning. don't make us do that anymore Good morning, from, everybody. from touchline to touchline. All righty. I'm, I'm looking over here. It's uh, Let's talk a little NASCAR racing. Uh, a lot of news and things going on, uh, of course, with with the coronavirus and everything. And it looks like NASCAR and, and the PGA uh, are going to be some of the first ones to open some things back up. Uh, Tiger and Phil are going to play a, a, a charity tournament with Brady and Peyton Manning uh, in a couple weeks to raise some money for this. Um, also, uh, I just kind of want to read. Let's go through NASCAR's uh, statements on, on the issue. Um and kind of go from there on what's been going on. They've been eye-racing, of course. Uh, NASCAR is postponing the scheduled events on May 8th and 9th at Martinsville. Uh, The intention was to run all 36 races with a potential return to racing without fans in attendance in May May at a date and location to be determined. So that that was their statements on that. So let me get back out of that. Now moving over to some reports coming from Darlington is that uh, South Carolina Tourism Chief Dwayne Paris stated that Darlington Raceway will serve host to a NASCAR race this spring at the end of the suspension of the, se- uh, of the, suspension of the season prompted by COVID-19. Uh, statements purported this week supported one from um, the Sports Business Bureau and NASCAR is considering resuming its season mid-May. Track close to Charlotte, which of course from, from my house to Darlington is about two hours away. I don't know how exact it is from uh, the guys in Charlotte just go straight down to Darlington. It's not that far uh, at all. Um, so looking at that, that, that what they're, the date they're given may be uh, May 17th. Uh, so starting maybe starting back there. 
Um, it, it says that it's unclear whether a May race at Darlington would be uh, the Southern 500 Terry, uh, traditionally held on Labor Day, or a second race in place of another one. So they're, they're not supposed to be in Darlington. This isn't a regular schedule, so they're, they're trying to figure out if they're going to call this one the Southern 500 or if they're going to get two races. That's, a, that's another thing we mentioned Thursday night, Terry. I don't know if you heard or not. But if they're going to cancel Sonoma and a couple other places, they're talking about going back to the Rock. Yeah, I've heard that. Rockingham. The, the way it mm-hmm. should be. Now, I, I did see another one, Tom, that's been proposed. Myrtle Beach, Terry. Myrtle Beach has got a short track that, 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 they, that they run. And, uh, and some of the NASCAR the guys that actually have run on it before in the short track series, they like Myrtle Beach Speedway, so... That's another Is it flat or is it banked? Uh, Do you know? I, I'm not – Terry, are you familiar with Motor Beach Speedway at no, all? I, no. I don't, I'm not either. I've never – Like, is it like, New, like New, New Hampshire's real flat? Yeah. And then when you think Bristol, you think there's, yeah. you know, deep. Uh, uh, is it in between or kind of what's it like? I'll pull up the fancy pictures online. You were surprised I knew that, weren't you, Terry? Yeah. You were actually Very surprised, surprised I knew that. It's a, I'm uh, surprised you even uh, even said anything while we're doing. It's racing. almost kind of. A I told you I have to keep up with <laughs> I'm these. I'm surprised two. you said anything. <laughs> with, with, these two have made me keep up with i racing. It's NASCAR, got a little bit of bank. How much money NFL players make? All this stuff that I used to really not keep mm. up with as much because the young the young guys it's, make me. It's ninety percent flat, with. Tom. Mm. I would it? say that it, the, my best percentage. Pretty slick, like a like a Richmond, like a New Hampshire. I'll pull it up on the. uh, Hold on, JP. There it is. If you can see, just just turn the base there, Tom. Because Richmond literally looks like a funnel. You know what I mean? It looks like a a funnel. And some of the others. Well, you you have to look on the little screen right here, Tom. Okay, yeah, it's pretty flat. Um, So there's your banking in the corner. It's not that much. But you know what my favorite track was always, Terry Pocono. Always like Pocono because it's so weird. And I everybody, the but you know what I always remember? Everybody used to blow engines at Pocono. Yeah, everybody like, used to blow their engines. I don't like watching them at Pocono. Um, it's fun to drive Pocono on the video games. It's not a hard track to drive, and you can uh, take the corner. It's basically three turns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. What, yeah, that's what it's kind of pretty much. But everybody, I remember everybody had engine trouble and transmission trouble at Pocono because they couldn't get it right. They couldn't get the car right. Because yeah, yeah there's two or you run out of gas. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they're talking uh, Myrtle Beach, maybe Rockingham as replacement tracks, uh, maybe even running two races in Darlington. Uh, also, li- uh, multiple races, at, as many maybe in Florida a- as possible. The best thing uh, to do, and, and maybe, you know, if you're going to lose West Coast races, if you're going back, you know, the, we they are based mostly around here in Charlotte. So, for the most part, anywhere they can get to and then driving distance is probably best for, for everybody. Uh, so, so you're not flying across the country with with everyone, and 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 the guys can kind of keep in their own fancy RVs. Go, you know, uh, did you see that? Which which one had the Winnebago in the driveway? Did you see which team? The gen- uh, the, the, the Detroit Gi- Lions. The Lions. The Lions. That's what that was. My the IT on. manager just stayed there to make sure all the connections guys. and stuff would be correct now, when draft day came. Detroit is a Lions are a billion dollar business, right? Mm-hmm. They have nicer campers. Down here in Kings Mountain than the one that they, that guy was staying in <laughs> at Country Campers Inn and and and, and here for the advertisers. Do they deal? Do they deal with Airstream? Who? I don't Country know. Country Camp. Uh, they actually uh, jumped on what's up shopper dot com this uh, yesterday, uh, so we're working on updating their their, their sites. Uh, I, I pull it up here for the folks watching online. Um, 
or whatsappchopper.com. Uh, we are uh, moving over to uh, to uh, uh, online, and so you can guys can go shopping on here and, and check it out and, and check out some of the got classifieds on there the too, places. right, Kevin? Um, we we are we do we have the you can call in and leave them in or, or email them in, and then we put Milton Swap Shop uh, up there uh, every day as well. So uh, Campers in Country Camping Corner. Uh, here in Keys Mountain. It's about a mile from my house. I can actually walk if really wanted to, but I ain't walking up there. Uh, 101 Oak Grove Road. I, I'm just, I, I've been in, in some of the ones that, that they're in, it and and I just know for a fact, like, those things are nice. And man, his was, I'm sure his was nice. What I'm saying, Terry, is they could have got a nicer one. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is, it was Detroit. So I just laughed. Like, it just makes sense. They can't get the Detroit right. was just set, they cheaped out on the Winnebago. That the, the IT guy's sitting out here, not even in a nice one. It might have been nice on the inside, you know. So, so those things are nice, but it just didn't. It didn't look like it looked like it was. It came from Detroit. I'll just put it that way. Like yeah, they might have even rented a used one. Like it, it wasn't shiny and new. Like you can get some nice. Oh ones. yeah. And especially the ones that drive. Like, they just got one that drove in, and this is uh, yeah. It, I just can't. I, <laughs> it cracked me up. All right, back to the racing. Sorry about that. Um, Looking at, uh, we'll get back to some Darlington, uh, talk about socioeconomic factors, and of course, Roy Cooper opening up the, uh, opening up the shops and everything. Um, so they pr- pr- proposed a revised cup schedule. They'll have a racing resume in Darlington on May 17th, followed by the Coca-Cola 600 on the 24th, and then a Wednesday race at Bristol on May 27th. Uh, and then uh, going from there. So that's kind of the looking at the quick schedule for what they're kind of proposing. Terry, uh, one, one, one real, real quick, one quick thing. What be if they're not going to allow fans, which is one thing that's looking. I need to look into seeing what their rules are going to be about the press hunter. We they may be. I don't know if they're going to be more slack or, or want more press there or less press or, 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 uh, or what in this situation. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking most cover, of these. Or they might do all in-house coverage of because yeah, they, they that's got what a ton of in-house to. stuff they don't really need too much outside. Uh, I, I wouldn't know. be surprised especially for nascar if they don't if they just don't use their own media production team for anything else that they need to do and they just send the feed off somewhere and then they broadcast it i i could really see this being uh as low I, the way I, i'm gonna put this kind of weirdly low budget like only use bare minimum what we need to have and then just get the racers out there and let them race just to get the content out there. They're, you know they're going to get the views. They've seen how well iRacing has done. So it'll, they'll get the viewership that they need or they might even get more than expected when they just go live again. Just I don't, I don't think it'll be you know reporters right there in the pits talking with all the pit crew members and, and being right there. I think, I think it's really going to be spread out, and I think it's how it's going to be for all the sports when they come back for at least a solid two to three months. Go ahead, Terry. I see you were wanting to say something. Well, I, I think they're going to have – that's where all their money's going to come from, whatever sponsors they get, because a lot yes. of people are going to jump on board to have their name put back out there. But I still think, that, like the race hub and stuff, I still think they're going to be down there. I mean, I, I don't think that's going to change much. They'll have somebody around the people down there like we've had all along. They just ain't going to be people there. Mm-hmm. And I think, though, as far as outside media – uh, you got to really be up on their high credentials yeah. to even be able to get in. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I could, uh, I can agree with that. I think, uh, I think if they do have somebody that walks around uh, down on pit road and, and talks about it, it's mostly just going to be 
in-house people yeah. part of NASCAR. Matt, Matt Yoakum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it's just going to be the feed is going to be fed through. I think what they're going to do is how they do it um, when we call, when we have announcers calling Olympics that are overseas. But we don't send them over there. The feed comes to them, and they comment on what the feed is. So it wouldn't be weird at the. So I could see, I could see NASCAR doing that. They don't, they don't have them there, the commentators. They just, they're commenting on the feed. How about what, what's going to be weird at the track, Terry? Is they're not, is the track announcer? Does he even come to the track? (laughs) Does he come to work? You know, at when you're at the track, there's a guy on the loudspeakers telling you everything that's going on. There's nobody sitting there. Do they Think still come how, out there and sing the how, national anthem? It, it's quite. I'm sure they will. They're doing when does the racing. driver? <laughs> well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know the people look around and the guys are standing in your pit. But when does the driver pay too much attention to what's happening up here? And none. He's too busy racing. So I mean, I you know, I know you're down there <laughs> looking down at him like he probably sees you going 190 yeah. mile an hour. I right. doubt it. But you know, he's not looking up in no stands. I'm sure that. Uh, that Gordon has recognized a few fingers every once in a while when he's went by. <laughs> don't, don't you think, Terry? Yeah, he don't remembers think those. Yeah, those Earnhardt fans used to give uh, salute, give tell Jordan, Gordon he was number one when he came by. That's the reason the I think it's funny because when you're there, uh, you're watching your guy and he's here. Next thing you know, he's over there. Yeah, so they call, I mean that's how fast they're going. So. People don't realize how fast those cars are. Like, I know. People like Tom. And, yeah. <laughs> I drive on 85 every day at 60 miles per hour. God, when have I ever said anything like that? That's what that's what Andre says. Okay, I okay. okay I drive right, well, every day. Right name. Don't say Tom says no, something like that. Tom I did says, not say that. Tom says they're not athletes. No, 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 no. Tom, yeah, I'm just yeah. glad you said no, something. I didn't. See, no, I, mean, I claim. Why, why you are words being put in my mouth? I say that. Why are the NASCAR drivers? Yeah. I have not. No, I have not. Why are words? Why am I, I don't a target know about of this? That one, this is, no. Because you're sitting here with an Ohio yeah, State shirt yeah. on. That's fine. Mm, that's your what team hurt you. picked our best player. Okay, just remember that. All right, all right. So they're doing iRacing. They are doing iRacing this weekend in Talladega. That's two good points for Tom in a row. In Talladega. That's a record. It is a record. We got to give. JP a, a, a point button in there and keep score. <coughs> I racing this weekend in Talladega. Jeff Gordon is joining the I racing. Uh, Clint Boyer volunteered to be a spotter and mm. <laughs> he turned him down. No, you got to watch Clint Boyer. William Byron and Hill. I don't care who you are. You got to beat one of those. Well, Terry, what they've done is in Talladega they're inverting the field. The top ten people for that one in, that were in Richmond have to start at the back of the field in Talladega. They'll still come to the front. So, uh, the, the, hey, let me give you the details. Oh, de- Lord, I hope Clint Boyer ain't it's not at the front. Let me let me give you the details. Uh, qualifying for Sunday's race will consist of single car. Uh, I, I'm Gordon's going to wreck everybody. This yeah. is the worst race for him to start. Clint Boyer's going to wreck everybody, well, too. That too. <laughs> is this not the worst race for, for Gordon to want to start, though? Ha- having to be that close to people on something you've never really done? Because usually when you spread yeah. out, that's the thing on the wait, game is, Kevin, is that you'll wiggle a lot. Just wait a minute. What you think? Terry, are you enjoying watching the iRacing? It's better than nothing. There you go. All I need That's all but now, I've, I've like we watching. said last week, keep your mouth shut. This Just is, sit there and do the race and don't say a word. This is this is what pisses me off the worst about iRacing, though, is the reset button. I can't stand that. The reset button. What do you mean a reset button? Your car's new. Come on. You don't get a reset in real NASCAR. <laughs> Reset button. <laughs> Come on. Well, you've got morons on here. Like people like Jeff Gordon that aren't going to. He's going to accidentally wreck somebody tonight. He's going to take people out half the People accidentally wreck people in real life. 
That's the way it is. It's too bad. You got out, you fought, and then, you know, you didn't do it There's again. A, Tom, you would love to be out here on I-85 or 485 and wreck your I car, and in three seconds, your car's back new. That's right. Reset. So, so what, we're gonna <laughs> do, what we're going to do, whenever they open this back up, we're going to go to the Hall of Fame. And we're going we're, we're gonna to sit in the uh, in the uh, the simulators and, 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 and do it and do it. I've been in them, okay. and I could barely make a lap. There's the the horsepower. I can't even see Tom walking in one. The horsepower and control. I could do it too. I uh, thought about buying. Hunter and I have had this conversation. That I was going to buy like the whole thing, like the, the ten grand deal. Yeah, and put it in the Dodge. That's right. Got the Dodge out and put it in the Dodge. Ronnie Childers sold his the other day. I was I was kind of hoping he'd want to maybe donate it to the radio station. That would be that's what we need is one of these guys to donate one to. Oh Lord, then you never get anything done here. It's bad enough with that PlayStation wherever you got back there. That's not me. Instead of being late, everybody would be here early on Saturdays. Yeah. 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 Uh, Who's going around first? <laughs> so this weekend will include a preliminary tilt Saturday night for uh, drivers other than the NASCAR series. That's at 8 o'clock. Qualifying Saturday night thunder. Uh, let's see. The feature will be 150 miles, 57 laps. That's for Saturday. Uh, here's the drivers uh, and for this Sunday's race. Kurt Busch, Keselowski, Austin Dillon, Harvick, Chastain, Earnhardt Jr., Chase Elliott, Eric Almarola, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Ty Dillon, Clint Boyer, Boucher, Brennan Poole, Kyle Busch, Labonte, Bobby Labonte, Joey Logano, William Byron, Tyler Reddick, uh, Jimmy Johnson, uh, J.J. Yaley, Timmy Hill, Alex Bowman, and, of course, Jeff Gordon. Yeah, I'll be glad when we get back to real racing with Kyle Busch back in front. All right, Terry. Oh, yeah, Terry. All, all of a sudden, when everybody's got the same equipment, Hunter, Kyle Busch ain't winning us nothing all of a sudden, isn't it? Oh, well, that's not the same equipment. Everybody's got the same equipment. Oh, Some things are different. Kyle Busch right. ain't Don't close. even go right. there. Every right. one of them things are different. Different people driving in different stuff. Terry, you get to okay. see Dale Earnhardt Jr. race and compete. Hmm. You should love that. Oh, I'm proud for him. I mean, you know, because like you said, the reset button, and he's ready to go again. I, I'm talking about for old injured drivers. Reset button for 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 someone is if Dale didn't have concussion problems, he'd he'd probably still be racing. Yeah, but he never was his dad. Okay, but what I, my point is that this is an opportunity to see some of, some of the older guys. Oh, I'm like happy with that. Who was his dad? And her. And, yeah, and her yeah, yeah I know. But who was? <laughs> the man that everybody feared. Oh goodness! Yeah, yeah, Terry, because when you know most people when they pass that's somebody, Darryl they Walter. pass them, not just wreck them. That's Daryl Walter. <laughs> no, you're not passing me. I'm taking you out. I don't <laughs> think Jimmy Johnson in his career has wrecked as many cars as Earnhardt did in one season. What do you think, Jimmy Johnson? I'm just saying. Come on. Right. How many people has he wrecked? Off man. top of your head, name name five people he's wrecked. Th th they said different. <laughs> he can't here. do it. Jimmy Johnson <laughs> is like a lollipop. Oh God! I mean, he's just he's one in slick and clean, and in the middle you get a little bit of chewing the gum. You know, Johnson won in. Four I've never heard that analogy before. <laughs> he's won in four different cars. What do you think about that in, analogy? In five different like, formats. I, I don't mean, even know what he's. I, did, I was. I, don't listen, know what, I was just. I you, suffered through you, that you analogy for a few moments. No, I'm stop. Like, where's he going? With you this? cut him off. I was wanting to see who was about to compare Earnhardt <laughs> oh, to. <I> mean. <laughs> if if, if like, Jimmy Johnson is a lollipop, what's Earnhardt? Oh God. Earnhardt right. is a hot tamale, isn't he? Yeah, no. Hot tamale, because if you mess with that, you're going to get burnt, right? You're going to get burnt. <laughs> mm. Maybe a Tootsie Roll pop. It never goes away. I'll tell you what I did just for fun the other day is I watched Days of Thunder. I hadn't seen it in a long time. 
Doesn't Tom Cruise kind of remind you of Jeff Gordon? A little bit, I guess. A little bit. Yeah, yeah they, look, they look rather similar. They're yeah. both short, too. Yeah. So. That That's what you mean, not that. Not the way they talk and act. And no. Cousin Eddie is this car owner. That's kind of funny. And you got to love the names in that. Russ Wheeler. Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Randy Who's named Russ Wheeler? Rowdy Burns. Cold what, Greg, Trickle. Cold Trickle. Tom, there's a real man named Dick, Dick Trickle. Trickle. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Dick yeah. Trickle, yeah. If that's yeah. A, nothing you could make up could be any worse. than if, if Dick Trickle's yeah. name was in one of these movies, we would be making fun. People would be talking about okay. that. You, that's a, fa- that's a if, fake name, guys. If you went up to somebody and said, hi, I'm Dick Trickle, you're like, no, 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 what's your real name? You'd, I mean, say, I'm not, really you'd say I'm not shaking your hand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you probably would. That's what I would say. Uh, he should have went by Richie, definitely Richie or Rick or something, dude. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just I can't I can't help you. You wouldn't that. have went by Dick Trickle. I I just don't no. don't think nope. don't think so. Don't think what so. about you, Terry? Uh, what's my middle name? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we we could take a poll for that one. All right, uh, scrolling down through uh, tomorrow night again. The uh, uh, Terry, we hadn't heard from you on this. I don't know if you did you watch the J- the Jordan documentary, Terry? Yes. And uh, hold on, real quick, JP, I got any yes. more breaks? Yeah, we need JP, to talk about that. Do I got a break? Thumbs up. One more. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll get Terry's thoughts and more. Finish up the show on the Last Dance about Jordan and the Dynasty. Uh, and they'll, they'll be going up against the Pistons and the Bad Boys tomorrow night. We'll see some of that. We'll be back in a few minutes. KTCBroadcasting.com. When you shop our local advertisers, be sure to tell them you heard it on the radio. That way they'll know that their radio dollars they spend works for them and you too. Even in today's fast-moving world, radio remains the leading media to reach more people. 93% of Americans listen to AMFM radio over the air. TV viewership is 89%, smartphone use is 83%, and personal computer use is 50%. So if you're a business owner, reach more people with the power of radio. If you don't tell it, you can't sell it. See the power of radio. WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL Cherryville. Online at ktcbroadcasting.com. It's time to play at the Green Meadows Golf Course on Kelly Road in Mount Holly. Play and ride Monday through Friday for $25. Weekends just $30. Seniors ride and play Monday through Friday for $20. And every Wednesday is Ladies Day. Ladies play and ride for just $15. So make your tee time now by calling the Green Meadows Golf Course, 704-827-9264. Green Meadows Golf Course, 957 Kelly Road in Mount Holly. Do you have a little wiggle in the front end of that car or truck? Or are your stops taking a little longer? Then you need to see Petite's Front End and Brake Shop in Shelby. For over 42 years, Petite's Front End and Brake Shop has been serving this area. From alignments to brakes, from shocks to tires, from AC work to heater repair, they do it all. Even minor automotive repair. And they are a North Carolina inspection station. Just call 704-482-8471 or come by. They're located at 308 North Washington Street in Shelby. See Tim and the guys today at Petite's Front End and Brake Shop in Shelby. Open 7.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. Hey, Milton, where can I get a good washer and dryer? Well, Ron, try Hendrick Appliance in Shelby. Well, what about a refrigerator and freezer? That's Hendrick Appliance in Shelby, too. Well, I need a range or a stovetop, too. See Hendrick Appliance in Shelby. Well, what about the price? 
Best deals in town, and they have scratch and dent appliances at discount prices. Man, all this makes me tired. They've got mattresses, too. Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center, 1241 East 6th Boulevard in Shelby, online at HendrickAppliance.com. Ladies, how much time do you spend on your appearance each day, and how much money do you spend on your beauty products? In large cities like Los Angeles, the average woman spends two to $4,000 per month just to be beautiful in their outward appearance. But why spend so much money on outward appearance when God values inward beauty? 1 Samuel 16, 7 says, God judges persons differently than humans do. Men and women look at the face, but God looks into the heart. Spend time with the Savior. Now that's a beauty tip that's priceless. This is Sherry Hefner, pastor's wife of First Baptist Charitable, where we strive to accomplish all things through Christ. Hey, we're back on Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Kevin and the gang. Y'all on in there? Well, I, I, I didn't have you turned up enough to be able to, okay, to hear your ramblings. JP, how's it been this week, buddy? T- t- you, let's, let's do a JP minute. What, tell us a JP how, minute. how the family's been, what you guys been doing, and, and what's going on down in Grover. Uh, not much. I mean, still quarantine. My dad's quarantined the house. Uh, I've been the only one that's kind of been. My mom goes out a little bit, but I mean, I'm basically hang out the most. You're, I mean, you're the family guinea pig. Yeah, basically. Yeah. They, they don't care I, if they don't care. They, you know, there's always one in the family, JP. They don't care if they lose. So, yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying you're the one, uh, but you know, welcome to the to the show. <laughs> Yeah. Glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically I, I'm basically all I'm here. I'm just going to work. Yeah, yeah. Really, that, that you're you're in charge of bringing the groceries home, too, right now, aren't you? Yeah, just about, yeah. I, I, I figured that. Well, glad to see you. Good to see you. Uh, good and healthy, bub. Uh, thanks for helping out. JP's had some extra work to do today. If you've been watching online, we've got him uh, in there clicking on uh, camera angles and stuff. Helps me out a lot more if he can do that while I can get up and, up and down the hall and and check audio and do other things for everybody so good morning everybody and welcome back to the show uh we're going to talk a little bit about uh the bulls last dance terry said he wanted to talk about it uh terry do you want anything specific you wanted to get into to start off with or did you want me to kind of lead in with anything no i I mean you go ahead and lead in i just think it's a lot that you don't realize how much jerry krause I mean, I, I've always believed in dynasties, and I ever thought you ever take them away until it just falls apart, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, I mean, he had a lot of turmoil with his players, especially when it comes to Scottie Pippen. I mean, think about t- think about Terry and, and the fact that, you know, Dallas folks, Jerry Jones has fired Tom Landry and Jimmy Johnson. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, at, at the end of the day, Jerry – chose the players over the coach and this is a weird situation and i try to explain you know i t- try to explain hunter in the weeks coming up to it and the, and the folks online that, that, that didn't see jordan or know the story and everything i remember all this I, mm-hmm. I remember every bit of it because it was just amazing to me like you're just sitting there saying why you would split this up over just ego and that's yeah, every that's bit it of was. it was and and it made me it made you mad as a fan that somehow some way jordan and phil jackson just couldn't get maybe just to another franchise if this is how you guys want it there was two things that should have happened and it should have been either jerry Krause should have been run out of town by reinsdorf and he didn't if you you know watch yep. the thing everything he, he defended every decision Krause ever made he defended like nobody else could have traded oakley for cartwright it, come on somebody can make a trade it's not like cartwright was that good he scored what 10 points a yeah. game come on so the, the thing about that was and, the, and i wanted hunter to see and, and the younger generation is that not only did he win six championships, he took two years off for baseball, 
And the owners and the GMs that he won the six championships for didn't even really want them there, and they would rather count hot dog money. Yeah. That that than than win championships. They haven't won a damn thing before or after. And and since Pippen was there. And Pippen was one of those who well, I'm going to get you back. Where Jordan was even mad at Pippen for not having his surgery because he right. prolonged it right. until it was into well, the Jordan last just season. Got out of his original contract, they didn't even mention was eight years, twenty four yeah. million. So that's what Jordan's point was when people said, "Well, Jordan's being mean to Pippen about wanting to, his more money." Yeah, Pippen wanted more money, and Jordan, but Jordan wanted the. You're right. He wanted him to take the surgery early because they knew it was going to be the last year, and, and, and he wanted him to take it earlier, not. He, and, and he knew Krauss wasn't going to give him a contract because they didn't give Michael a contract. So why would they give Scotty a contract? And I gave Pippen a lot of credit because when he come in, he was from Alexander, but uh, what's Central Arkansas? Central Arkansas, yeah. But I mean, when he come in, he took a deal for seven years because he is thinking about long term for himself because he didn't think his might have been as good as what he was, but he is a lot better. I mean, when you take the six NBA championships, the only thing that Jordan led the Bulls in was scoring. Pippen led them in the rebounds, but you compared the two. He led them in rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, everything else that there was to do. The only thing Jordan led them in was scoring between those two guys. Pippen did everything else. And when it come up to who you wanted to face on defense, yep, they moved Pippen over there, but Jordan wanted to play the best uh, offensive guy that you had, but they wouldn't let him on account of they had Pippen. You didn't have to. And yeah, that, well, that's the thing is you didn't. Jordan didn't, yeah, you have, didn't to have to guard. That's what I'm saying. What, what you did was that Jordan would guard the other team's best player if he was a if he was a shooting guard, but they didn't like make him seek him out. Well, like, why would you make the guy you're about to have to shoot 25 shots play the number one defense? Scotty was. Yeah, that's funny. He, Hunter, he just mentioned all those things. Scotty led in. It sounds like Draymond, you know, plus 20 points. Well, that's what it is. I mean, Draymond probably leads in everything except scoring. Draymond Draymond sure was leading that triple single this year, wasn't he? So that's all we're going to say. Yeah. So, well, that's all Terry's got to say. That's all he's got to say. That's all he can say. Looking at Jordan's first years of his career, uh, first uh, first year rookie season, you know, you obviously don't expect him to win a championship that year. Uh, The second year, he gets hurt, comes back. Plays the Celtics, still drops a career in NBA high sixty three. Let me tell you about that game right on, there. on what Larry Bird and most people think is the best Celtics team. Yeah, and Bird even said he said that Boston has six guys that scored in double figures, or uh, Chicago had two. The second leading scorer, can you name him? For Chicago, I'm gonna guess. I don't know. Was it Woolridge? Orlando was it? Woolridge. That was the only was one I knew that was any good. out of twenty seven. <laughs> On the floor. Orlando Woolridge. But he was the second guy who led them. But uh, the thing about that game is even Dagum Bird come out and said it was almost like God was in Michael's shoes. Yeah. You know, of how he played. But he said, I would have never, ever thought some guy could score 63 against us. You know, and he did. But now Boston swept that series and beat them three games to none. But, you know, when you, when I go back and I look at all them things, I'm like, okay, what did Michael do? My, Michael was 19 out of 21 from the floor. He was 22 out of 41. So, you know, percentage-wise, he's over 50%, and I guess that's good for the NBA if you're shooting mm. over 50 for where Michael was shooting from. But uh, 22 out of 41. But 63 points was a lot. And Michael, to me, and that's why when people ask me after I watched it, we was talking this past week at the school, and 
people ask me about Michael now, and I said, Psh, forget it. Michael would average 40 points a game nowadays with how they played, and they hand-checked you. Well, Terry, we discussed that the around, other day. Let's, you know. well, let's just put the math on it. Well, I mean, one year he did average 37. Yeah. Uh, in that year, he averaged 0.8 three-pointers a game taking. Hard yeah. average now, Michael never shot a three-pointer right. in that game. Against it, yeah. He had 63 with no threes. Yeah. So no. – and you said he was what twenty two made twenty two shots. Out of 41. So how many free throws is that then? Nineteen, 19 out of twenty one. And that's what people, yep. you know, they don't get Terry about Michael, is that those free throws, he lived at the free throw line because Hunter. What did the Pistons do when he drove? They hacked him. They they mm-hmm. they, they just they just destroyed him. Him and, so and he all would, of them went back to the weight room on account of Detroit. And what was what was he was so great? He would take the contact the other guys would hit the ground and mm-hmm. he would still be floating so he was captain and one he he started those you know you're gonna foul me i'm going in the on the guards doing that and, and being physical with it and he was it was just 19 free throws think about it. no three 63 points and, and and what clay had what 57 on like he had like 17 threes or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> and jordan had 63 with no threes and so terry Again, well, I like to talk about this real quick, is that back then you had hand-checking, one. Mm-hmm. Then, once you got bombed, you had seven-footers in the shot blockers in yep. the lane. So now, if you're spread out on defense, and Jordan has the ball, and the guy guarding, one, can't stay in front of him because they can't. Two, you can't hand-check him. So he's going by that guy, right? you got to double-team if you're not. If he gets bombed, then he kicks it out to a wide-open guy who's shooting a three or dunks on whoever the – the non-shot blocking seven-footer they have standing in the lane now, whatever ninny's in the lane right now standing in the lane. So, to me, like like you just said, the 40, I don't think 40 would be a problem. Oh, no, 40 think, would not. It'd be I think easy in his heyday, it would be closer to 50 yeah, it would on, definitely on his be career 40. high. Like, if his career high is 37 now, with the, that type of defense, it had to, it would have to add five to ten points. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just the, the style of playing that everybody's like, well, he didn't shoot threes. Okay, let's say – if he played today, Hunter, would you not be practicing threes? I was about to say. And then I made that <laughs> argument in my argumentative paper. Like you wouldn't be Players today threes. have had the three-point line since elementary school. Right. Michael yeah. Jordan didn't have the three-point line until his like second or third year in college. Right. Yeah. So with uh, with that too, the kids are practicing three-pointers in elementary yeah, school now. Hunter, let's kindergarten. Say, let's say he, yes. Let's say he <laughs> never practices a three. He says, you know what? I'm going to be Ben Simmons. He's already proved he can average 37 being Ben Simmons. Yeah. Now think that, that hard defense in today's lack defense, how many would he average? With, he still have a three. So he would get the 40. The thing that really got me about that, and I'm glad you brought him up, he only attempted two mm-hmm. three-pointers last year. Ben last Simmons. Year. <laughs> two. Harden right. averages eight a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the averages eight. Which means he has some games where he shoots twelve or more. And uh, Ben Simmons attempted two. That the is whole unusual. Year. That is unusual. Yeah, that is unusual for him but, to be but, a scorer. But so, yeah. so Terry, let's say let's say Michael doesn't. Score. He would still average a thirty. But Hunter, what mm-hmm. you know what I would do in today's if I if Michael didn't shoot a three and I had him in today's league, why wouldn't you just make him the point guard? Point guard, do like LeBron. Point guard, three three point shooters and a center that can block shots. How would you beat that? Because you can't stay in front of him because if you do, he's going to kick it to the three-point shooter. And they're going to hit the three. 
to put but you, you, know, you, you, you just put him at point. Young Jordan at point, but not the older one. But he had point guards. Yeah. Jordan had point guards. I mean, you had Harper. Uh, you had Armstrong. They were the first I mean, teams to win with guards. Yeah. Like, every other team before then had, had big men at some point. Uh, the Pistons kind of slid by there without a great big man. And uh, I, I guess love Isaiah, it. he got it done. But but you still had Lambeers making all-star teams, and Rodman made all-star teams, too. And I love it because you got to watch Sunday because this when Rodman comes in. Rodman would be put against seven footers to right. aggravate them. Right. You know, because he was going to be a lot more athletic. It's about your feet. It is. And it keeps them out. I mean, that's what he is going to do. And they put him against some of the best people that you could think of underneath the basket. But now another thing I did like about the whole thing was when, and I can't remember whether it was Jordan's family or Pippen's family. I can't remember who the guy that's talking to. It was one of his brother. But uh, he kind of sat there and he was talking about, you know, back then when we were growing up, we didn't know, know what poor meant. You know, he says uh, we'd go and if we had a basketball, we were happy. He said we played with what we had. I think, uh, I think Scotty said that because yeah, he had yeah. like 12 brothers and sisters. Yeah, it might have been Scotty. But, you know, I love that part because, you know, and, and it's the same thing in our society. Unless you grow up with that, when I go back and think about it, I mean, I've got stuff that I kept that when I was a kid. And, you know, and you go back and think about Kool-Aid. That's what, you didn't care. A Coca-Cola, it didn't have to be top-notch brands of cola. It could be just a Coke. That's all it had to have on it. Hey, and you I, were happy. I got a new rule, you know. and I don't know in the restaurant why nobody's ever done it. We go to the restaurants, and you pay, what, a dollar or two for tea. Why do restaurants not have Kool-Aid? <laughs> it wouldn't be expensive if all every kid loves Kool-Aid. That should be at <laughs> every restaurant. If you even, if that, you even want to charge hard? for it, you can charge 50 cents what for you Kool-Aid. Do why is that you go in, you get water, you, you take, take a little water, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, they should all quit. Beat the system, Jake. I beat the system. Right. Beat the I, system. I, I know there's a way to get around it. Which is which is yeah. a relevant point now because nobody can go to you a restaurant. You've seen the Kool-Aid squirters? Do what? The squirt Yeah, you thing. can That's, like. Yeah, Mio. That's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, those little Mio things. Yeah. Those the food line brands Those are, are pretty good. Yeah. I was just, I've just always I've always wondered, like, why, why, don't, why can't I get Kool-Aid at a restaurant? It wouldn't be that hard. If you can make tea, you can make me some Kool-Aid. All right, so Jordan, uh, in his career, took 1,778 threes. In the last two seasons alone... Harden, 1,797 threes. In the last two years, James Harden has taken more threes than Jordan did in his, his whole, whole career. The game is career. It's just, yeah. it's just unbelievable. Yeah. How much and, I hate, how much. and I hate watching the Houston Rockets. And don't get me that. wrong, and when you're speaking of it a minute ago, and that's like when we have an Optimus programs, and I see little, well, second and third graders. It's hard for the kindergartners to hit one that ball. But second and third graders firing from three point line, <laughs> and I'm like, Holy if you, if you don't hit forty percent, guys, <laughs> there's no reason to take it. it listen, uh, yeah, if but the crowd goes hit, wild right. if they hit it. If you can hit forty percent, that you you know do it. But if you don't, if you can't, then don't. All right, so today's NBA average uh, in a game is uh, per is this per team? Thirty four threes. Yes, this is per. Three-point attempt, 30, tw- this is a per game. Like the the, the mid-range jump shot is dead. Yeah, it's almost gone. I mean, nobody does it. They, um, they either drive it's because it. Because analytics many. says that it's a bad shot. <laughs> yeah. Analytics says yeah. it's a bad shot, and yet yeah. the greatest player of all ben time Simmons. was a killer at and, it. Yeah. Yeah. The guy yeah. with the most points per game in his, his career hit mid-range shots. Yeah. Because guess what? People run you off the three. People foul you at the line. Yep. So 
if I hit the mid-range, that means you have to foul me because I'm going to make every shot in the mid-range. That's right. the thing. That's the thing with Dirk and his fadeaway. It's not that you do it every time. It's not that that's the place. Jordan's first option was to take the rack and get an one. As he was so yeah. acrobatic. He's not like he was like, I want to shoot a jumper. And I will give Jordan a lot of credit when he played. And when he come back and he was injured, they only gave him like seven minutes per half mm-hmm. <laughs> that he could play. And Jordan wasn't used to that. They took him out one game when it's 33 seconds. And the game's on the line. That was the original yeah. load yeah. management. That was the original load management. Yeah, and he did not like it. But then the coaches look at him and go, I cannot do this because I'm going to lose my job if I stick you back in. And just so happened Paxson hits a shot to win it for me, you know, and yeah. they win the game. But Jordan is like he never went to do anything. And I love what he said, and this is what's wrong with this world today. He said, I went to every game and I played because he said, I never know what uh, father had bought a ticket for a young man to come and watch right, me right. play. Well, definitely. And, and, and especially as the road teams, people come to see Michael Jordan. Yeah. And, and, and you did. Um, looking just at some quick notes, Jordan's last championship, uh, the league, this was when they started going into a defensive error, uh, averaged 98 points a game. Uh, his first championship, it was 105, 106 points a game. Um, and then the average now is 111 points a game. So teams now are shooting in the NBA game, an average NBA game, 34 three-pointers. In 1998, it was 19. So they're shooting 17 more threes to get five more points yeah, per game. Now, then when, you back, then when you back that up, Michael Jordan with no threes is the all-time leading scorer in per game and they're averaged in his in his final year, fifteen less points a game. So he scores more than LeBron and Durant now, whose teams get fifteen more points a game than he did in nineteen ninety eight, and he still, with no threes, got more points than those guys. That's what people need to realize how freaking impressive that is. I mean, that's mm-hmm. and he's six six. He wasn't seven foot. He was the first one. Yeah, that's what I said. He's he a guard. He won't dominate games. Not seven. He's foot. He's a guard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Hunter. Monday, we'll be back Monday yes, afternoon, Monday. two o'clock, same time, same yep. back channel. I don't mm-hmm. know if anything's changed yet. No, nothing's schooling. changed, nothing yet, and it probably won't change maybe for another month. Okay, so, uh, so expect us back Monday and Wednesday. Tom might join us. One of them, he said maybe Monday. Uh, we will have uh, cousin Zach will be back Wednesday. He had to do some work this week on Grandma's house uh, and some other things. So we'll have him back Wednesday. Talk the draft and, and the documentary. I'm sure, he, he's ready to be excited to talk about some. Uh, Michael Jordan stuff uh, as well. Um, let's see, Terry. We'll see you next Saturday. High school uh, sports. It's pretty much uh, done, done for the year. It's done. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's a sad day for those kids. The seniors all around in sports, uh, as well as also, you know, just you know, Tom. I, I guess next week, the next few weeks, they're going to start figuring out what they're going to do about graduation stuff and, and exactly. The situation on that, I'm sure I'll get some phone calls and maybe help with something somewhere. I've heard, or it's, somewhere. Gonna be, I've heard it's gonna be parents only. So there's there's gonna be uh, some 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 things, uh, and we'll 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 get it settled and try to help you guys and get the info out on on the graduations and other info. Terry, any other announcements or anything? Any other guys want to say anything to anybody? Just remember mm-hmm. that Burns are still meal pickup during the week. So I think Lincoln County has the same thing, right, same Terry? Same thing going. Uh, just remember uh, Burns uh, picking up uh, information uh, for your kids. Uh, your learning packets and things is on Monday. 
Uh, middle school, I think, lets you pick them up on variety of days. If you miss pickup day, call the school. They will they will arrange that for yep. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're having problems with the Internet, I know Burns Middle School in Cleveland County is a hot spot. Kayser Elementary School is a hot spot. If you're having problems getting Internet access, call the school. They'll they'll point you in the right Lincoln, direction. Lincoln County Schools yeah. has hot spots as well. Yeah. I, right. saw, I saw a post yesterday uh, from, from that. The be- best thing you can do, like Burns, their office hours right now, they're trying to limit it in the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's usually somebody there more hours. But 10 to 2, you'll definitely get a hold of somebody. So if you want to know no, any more information about uh, meal pickup, if you want any yep. more information about picking up packets, Internet access, call Burns High School or any of the high schools between 10 and 2, and we'll be happy to help you out. All right, guys, shopping online locally. You're stuck at home. Go to whatsappshopper.com. We've got four-wheelers, cars, furniture, all kinds of things on there. And whatsappshopper.com, local businesses, local advertising. Shop locally. Also, Tom and Terry, reminder, if you guys want to stop by the studios this week and pick you up an official Tampa Bay bandwagon fan transfer sheet, you can fill it out and give it to Andre. He'll, 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 take, he'll take care of the paperwork. We'll see you guys next week. Saturday morning sports talk. Mitchum's Kitchen on KBC Broadcasting. See